Welcome to the Split Line Off-Road Podcast. Are you ready to go GMCC Racing? Fans running to the fences, side by side, Borch gets a better line. Oh boy, we got wheel to wheel right here, string. Oh, and Stu Baylor right behind him. Russell going to try to dive bomb down. What is going on, everybody? Welcome to the Split Line Off-Road Podcast. As always, I'm your host, Rodney Cooper, and with me today, as always... Brandon Whitehair, guys, what is up? Episode 095. It's going to be a good one, Brandon. It's going to be a good one. very good one. We have made it to the end of the 2022 (laughs) GNCC National Championship Series. It's a wrap. It's over. Is this year two? This is like the second full year. (laughs) Right. That's what I'm saying. Like year two. Year 2.1? Yeah, I would say, yeah, because we started after the summer break. We did, uh, In the first year, Mm -hmm. and then this is our second full season Season. that we have done. Awesome. And with that being said, I am proud to say (laughs) the only podcast that will bring you every single XC1, XC2, XC3, 4x4 women's Dirt bike and ATV professional champion. That's awesome. Of 2022, Brandon. Where, where else would you want to get a podcast? Where else would you want to get a podcast? If you want off-road GNCC racing podcast, we have you covered. Have Every you... single think about that, Brandon. Every single champion. Yep. Was either on this show the week before they won the championship that was pretty much already locked up, right? Or the week after. Exactly. That's awesome. <laughs> goals, baby. Goals. Hitting goals. We set those goals out in the beginning and. By God, we're doing it. We're doing it. Tonight on the show, first at the top of the show, here in just a few minutes, we're going to be having the XC1 ATV overall champion, Bryson Neal, coming on the show. Uh, He's got a lot to talk about. We're excited to talk with him. One of, you know, friends of the show. Uh, Man, can't wait to talk to him about that championship this year. It's going to be awesome. I just want to talk to him about Snowshoe. What really happened? Oh, like what happened? What happened? Like not really. What really I happened? Know what, what happened from happened? round one to round thirteen? <laughs> we gotta make it quick with him tonight because because he's got to get up early he's, in the morning. He's but, getting up early. But he's, man, he's got championship um, responsibilities to do to take care of. I mean, I guess do the victor right. goes the spoils, right? That's right. Yeah. After after Bryson, we got Mister Darkside, Jamie Guida coming on the show. He is a um, he is the Moto X Pod co-host, the Pulp MX wrap up show host. Mm-hmm. He works at Vital, and he was at the GNCC at Ironman, ran in the morning race um, as a industry mm-hmm. uh, rider this weekend. So pumped to have him on the show, get his perspective on what GNCC was all about for him. Uh, so it's going to be awesome to get his perspective. Um, we'll talk to him about a little bit of ATV, a lot of dirt bike stuff. So that's going to be good. And mm-hmm. then to wrap up the show, we have your 4x4 Pro champion, Cody Cole, coming on the show. Oh, yeah. It's going to be a good one, Brandon. It is. But before we get into it. It's going to be a hot one. We can't, we can't do this. We physically cannot do this without our... Absolute awesome sponsors. First and foremost, got to thank Guts Racing. Since 1985, they've been making the best seat covers, seat foam technology in the business. If you want a professional seat 
on your bike to make your bike look sick, perform sick, and all the above, mm-hmm. go to Guts. Andy, Greg, and the boys over there, got it rocking. Yep, Guts, Guts. We also got to thank Seal Savers. Seal Savers has been in the business for over 21 years, providing you with the ultimate fork seal protection when it comes to your forks on your dirt bike, mm-hmm. your coils on your ATV, right. the coils on your side-by-side, mm-hmm. the boots on the side-by-side. I mean, there's so many things you can cover Seal Savers with. On a side by side, even it's crazy. trucks too, right? Trucks, mountain bikes, SUVs, maybe, mm-hmm. probably even like you know. Oh, actually, there's a new product out. Okay. For your quick fill, your quick fill, your quick fill. Yeah. Okay. To slip over the uh, top of the quick fill. Oh, just to like keep it like dirt out. Keep the dirt out. Maybe maybe keep the fumes in. Mm-hmm. You know. Interesting. Yeah, absolutely. And you can save 25% by using the discount code Splitline mm-hmm. with a capital S. Save you 25%. On anything on their Use already affordable web- website. <laughs> Speaking of codes, That's right. if you want to save thirty percent on anything at Sunstar Chain and Sprockets, make sure you use a discount code Splitline thirty, and you can get the best top of the line Chain and Sprockets mm-hmm. in the business. Brandon, what are those things made of? Case hard and steel, baby. Best material there is out there. Right. I can't beat that. <laughs> we also got to thank XC Gear. XC Gear, Mako 360, Hammerhead 360. If you don't have it on your ATV or your dirt bike, mm-hmm. you need to have the Mako on there. Yep. I promise you it will help. Jordan Ashburn just took the Mako to the all t- to the uh, um to the GNCC, to the GNCC championship. XC won. Yeah. Absolutely. XC3 championship as well. It's got right. that under his belt as well. Yep. I mean, just championship after if championship. you want championships, baby, got to run the XC gear. Put the Mako 360 on. That's right. Probably, probably will soon to be having it on the uh, the uh, the hammerhead on the uh, the e-bike championship. Yeah. I mean, who knows? Right. Get the spurs on the bike. <laughs> yeah, you got to get that covered. Get them spurs. And then we got one more chance. One more chance, yeah. Brandon, to get out to a Mount St. Hair Scramble race. That's right. Yep, get At out the there. At the Wilderness, At baby. the Wilderness. It's got a good racetrack. We're uh, 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 excited about the that. iconic. It is iconic. Wilderness Raceway. It, has, it is iconic. Mm-hmm. Real quick, before we get Bryce and Neil, let's do a rundown. Mm-hmm. Brandon. <clears throat> you like the rundowns? I want to. Where's the applause button? Do you know? Um, I Let, think, I, I, hold on. I, I hold on. I'll tell you. Hold on. I'll tell you. I'll tell you real quick. Where, where's that? Ooh, Ooh, do, 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 do. It's G. G. Hit the okay. G button. The G. The G spot. <laughs> I love it. I have to give it up to you, man. I know. I know. I told you how it was going to go down. You went from round one mm-hmm. to round thirteen, and won the championship. I did. And it really fantasy baby ticks me off. <laughs> I could not be more mad about so, this. Sorry guys, you know you tried, you came, you failed. Oh man, William three sixteen. They get close, they he fall was off. So close, dude. If he would have picked, he had one rider not finish mm-hmm. on the bikes, and he lost to you by <laughs> yeah. eleven. And points. you told me you're like, oh, you're too safe, too safe. Oh, you were almost too safe. You were almost too safe. <laughs> but congratulations. Yep. You right. won. I think we need to get you like a number one plate. Number one plate sits right here. We need to get a company to make us a number one plate mm-hmm. for the uh, championship. That way, should we make it like personalized to you, or should we make one that get, gets passed off? Um, it's just going to stay right here. So just Brandon <laughs> Whitehair. Just get, yeah. Just 
just on 2022 on on yeah, okay yeah. okay never okay. never lost okay all right all right <laughs> now let's get to the action uh we got to uh uh, talk about what happened this weekend over in the WXC. Uh, Jessica Eloff took the win. Caitlin Osborne took third. Andrea Rogers took th- uh, third. Mm-hmm. Congratulations yeah. to you girls. Uh, awesome. That's good rides out of all you. Um, uh, over in the 4x4 Pro, Cody Kohler took the win mm-hmm. and the championship. That's got to be a good feeling to take both in right. one night or one day. Uh, Brandon Frazier took second. Uh and Hayden Mickelson took third uh, in the 4x4 Pro. And then over in the XC2 ATV in the afternoon, Stephen Harrell. Was that his first win? Yes. Because, yeah, congratulations, um, yeah. Steve. I mean, this first year, win as far as I know, this year. Because this the is XC2, his first XC2. I yeah. believe it's his first win. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Tanner Walker took second. And Grayson Eller took third. Congratulations to you guys on those, uh, on those great finishes. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then Walker Fowler, Hunter Hart, Adam McGill, the, the Gator. Gator finished on the podium, finished the season on the podium. Um, he always finds a way to get on the podium. He does, the year. At, least, yeah. at least one time. And then Bryson Neal ended up finishing fourth. fourth uh, yep. We'll talk about that with him. Mm-hmm. And then we also got to go over to the dirt bikes. Rachel Archer mm-hmm. took the win. Finally got it. Got, got it that done. championship. We talked to her just a couple weeks ago. Uh, so pumped for her. Mm-hmm. Uh, Taylor Jones took second. And uh, Preston Reigns took third. Yeah. That's the first I've seen that name. Yeah. Congratulations, girls. Uh, and then at the XC2 class, Lyndon Snodgrass just started racking off wins the last yes, couple of weeks. Yeah. Yep. And then good ride by our boy Liam Draper. Yep. Uh, finished second. And he ended up finishing fifth overall. Yeah. That was a big points getter for yeah, you in the, in, yeah. in the fantasy. Yeah. Listen, when you need points, baby, you know where to go. Yep. You and just got to find them guys. Yep. And then Roy Barbosa took uh, third. And then the XC won a little light in the class this week. With, there was only eight riders, <laughs> and Thad, Thad only finished uh, half a lap or one lap. Yeah, yeah. So had some only issues. really seven riders. I think uh, a stick through the radiator yep, got him. Yep. Uh, Ricky Russell took first. Mm-hmm. Stuart Baylor took second. And Craig DeLong took third. So that wraps up your. Your uh, um, your finishes for the weekend. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, I b- You're good. blacked out You're for good. a second. I didn't know where you were going with that. I was we like, want to thank everybody for joining in the comment section. Doug Kirk, as always, Isaiah White. Uh, see you guys over there. Make sure you like and share. We yeah. appreciate you guys joining. If you have in any with us questions tonight. for Bryson Neal or any Cody Collar um, or hey. Darkside or Jamie, whatever you want to call them, yeah, uh, send them out. Send them out to us and uh, send them in. And we'll get. It. We'll ask them. Hey, Josh Merritt. Mm-hmm. says he wishes he could be in the booth. I'm assuming in here in right. studio. Josh, let's make it happen. <laughs> we can do that it. That would be, that'd be, that'd that'd be, be awesome. an awesome show. Yeah, I know you be. guys are going to be in Morgantown. Yeah, here, here soon. Here soon for Hit the banquet. So we're, 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 only, we're, we're only, what? Well, 40, 40 minutes away from Morgantown? Nah, 30. 30? Something like that. If you just count interstate time. <laughs> and if he's coming from Ohio, he might be coming down Route 50, so he's really about 10 minutes away. Yeah. <laughs> so, so yeah. I mean, that that'd be awesome to have him in. Uh, we we've been talking about maybe uh, trying to fill away which what we're gonna do over the off season. So that'd be pretty cool to maybe get a couple guys in. Yeah, absolutely. No, we're gonna get guys in the studio. Have some good fun shows. Uh, off season, we should have some like silly season shows yeah. and just like it should be fun yeah no, we'll, we got episode 100 coming up mm-hmm. we don't have a plan yet for that but we got to get one going that's we, gonna we be had a an show. idea we just my idea you know what i mean remember <laughs> that idea? idea you want to say it on the on the air no or do you want to keep it just <laughs> <laughs> no uh we did we, we we've had a few ideas bouncing around so we, we got to get that uh got to get that under wraps because it's coming up quick we only got five shows left that's right well four 
Four. Yeah. We got four shows between now and show ep- episode 100. It's a good thing we're taking like a week off, right? <laughs> Are we taking a week off? Yeah. Okay. Or two. <laughs> yeah. Well, we're going to. Okay. So here's here's the plan, guys. We might take a week off next week, mm-hmm. but kind of the plan is is maybe do a couple pre-recorded shows mm-hmm. before the episode 100, and then come back live for episode 100. 100. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Sounds good. Yeah, it does sound good. So, I mean, what do you want to talk about? What did you do over the weekend? Anything good? Dang, did, did you ever get I a deer? Did you ever get a deer? I shot one. You shot yeah. one? That definitely killed it. I don't know where it's at, though. Okay. That, that sounds about it. right. That sounds about right. <laughs> waste, waste some more time. Waste some us, more time. Not all of us can be Thad Duvall. All right. Just like smoke. I mean, even Josh Merritt, Josh Merritt just smoked a deer a couple weeks ago. <laughs> You better go take did, some. You better did, go take some pointers, Rod. I did, I you did go, bring these sheds in, though. You bet, you, what do you guys? If any of you guys know, you know. I mean, that's a that's a 170 inch deer right there. Yeah, that's probably like, dude. No, <laughs> no, that 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 would appreciate that one. That would appreciate. Okay, okay. That would appreciate those those West Virginia sheds. 170 inch West Virginia sheds. Okay. He'd appreciate that. He appreciate that. He okay. would appreciate that. Yeah. Yeah. I like it. Whatever. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I know you don't know scoring and all that. I stuff, don't know but, that bull crap. But yeah. I, th- I, th- I feel how heavy that you is. You know what I know? I feel how heavy that is. I know bike setup. I know, you know, what chain and sprockets to run. I know what seat to run. I don't care about scoring for hey, a Doug deer. Wants to know, Doug wants to know um, what uh, what's he supposed to do on a Wednesday night without a live show. Listen, um, like, we're... I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what he's going to do. I mean... I know what I'm going to be doing. Relaxing. <laughs> uh, shoot, are you good? I'm I'm texting. I know. So, yeah, I just, know you are. Just talk. Just, I'm just talking. So, I'm just talking. so I'll tell you what I. Um, so yeah, tell me what you did this week. Over the weekend, I oh, actually got the took Colton riding. Let him go out and ride a little bit. He'd been begging me to ride, so I got him out on the track a little bit. Um, and then Sunday we wrapped up the regular football season, so that's done. But guess what, guys? We st- we started up travel football now, so <sighs> we're back in the grind back in the grind um so the race was pretty dry and unusual Dude, dusty. for iron man right? dusty dusty yeah <laughs> did, did um um cody barnes dude shout oh, out to him man. i thank you for mentioning that yes thank you for mentioning that man if you guys didn't see the crash that cody barnes had um it was scary. <laughs> that was sketch. That was scary, man. Yeah. Um, so, you know, uh, very thankful that he's okay and that he uh, um, uh, was only in the hospital for, I think he was able to come home that night, yeah. I guess. So um, it was a gnarly crash. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, he went up, I forget what hill climb that was. Um, it wasn't Ironman Hill. No, no, that was a, that was a, I haven't seen that but one. He came back down off yeah. the hill and got hit by a bike going up the hill. But Cody, uh, uh, if you're listening, he's been on the show before. Yeah, he's been yeah. Um, it's been a little while since we had him on the show, but uh, heal up, man. He heal up, man. He was having a really good season. Yeah. So, uh, you know, you hate to see it go like that, but thank God he's okay. Yeah. So. Yeah. 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 That's 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 a big one uh, to to watch because it, it looked like he was good, and then all at once you just saw him. Yeah. Uh, and that's down. one of those things Dusty Gay said it was a Twin Hills, yeah. But it was a different line, it looked like, because it, it wasn't a line that an ATV would take. It, it uh, was, I mean, it's bikes, man. Well, I know, bikes, I know, but I, I've never <laughs> been to the, I've never been to the area, so I don't know. I don't know like where because the Twin Hill line uh, that the ATVs take looks right. pretty easy, right? So this must have been like a, a, a shorter. It's a bike line, so the, it's you can split trees and <laughs> go wherever shorter yeah. route. But 
It yeah. looked a little bit off camber. And it that, did. It looked off camber, and it looked kind of like uh, sideways, I guess. Yeah. You know, usually us ATVs were like straight up and down a hill. <laughs> it's the sideways stuff. Like, that way, when you just flip it, it just goes all the way. It just <laughs> cartwheels. So, yeah. So, Cody, heal up, man, and yeah. uh, uh, glad that you're that you're doing okay. Mm-hmm. Um, man. Is Bryson ready? I think Bryson's ready. You ready to get on Let's the line, go. Let's get him Let's on. talk to the... No, no one wants to hear us talk. Nobody wants to hear us talk. No. They, they, want, to, they want to talk to the champion. Show of champions. We got the show of champions. <laughs> so we have to change our name. The show of champions. The show of champions. That's right. <laughs> hey, Bryson. Hey, man. What's going on? What's going on, man? How's it going? Oh, it's going good. We just got dinner in the belly and got showered and just uh, sitting here on the couch, me and Brooke just hanging out, man. Good deal, man. Has You're it... not celebrating right now? What are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> it's been a few days, right? <laughs> Dude, you got to celebrate a week. I partied out. I partied out. <laughs> I can't hang. I, I ain't drinking so long. It's, it just... <laughs> It takes its toll on you. Oh, I bet, man. I'm sure, man. I'm sure. <laughs> has has it sunk in yet? Has it sunk in what has happened? Oh, well, you know, the the first couple of days after it didn't, but it's it's it is starting to now. And Jordan Ashburn, I talked to him um, that night at the concert before uh, when we was getting to hang out and talk for a bit, and and he said it took him about a week too, and we just kind of traded words back and forth and talked about it, and yeah. It, it's something else, man. Yeah. 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 I mean, you know, it, it's pretty cool because like we started this show about the time that like you really started in contention for the mm-hmm. championship. And it was like, like it was cool to be able to kind of cover it from that point And then till now and uh, like, you know, after all the adversity last year with the injury and everything, and then just coming back and you didn't, it wasn't easy, man. I mean, it that was probably one of the most gnarly championships that I've ever seen in any type of sport. Yeah, you know, Walker, they're tough. There's there's a reason uh, him and his team they won seven times. You know, they're mm-hmm. they're they're tough. They're prepared and they come to win. And uh, you know, it's a long road in the pro class. It it took me years to uh, get my knocks and my bruises. And uh, about the time, like you said uh 2020 i really started to put it together and get the confidence and, and i started to figure out how to win you know and last year i definitely had the the raw speed uh had a had a couple breakdowns early early in the year out of my control and then i got injured you know I, and this year i grew a lot you know like we talked in the last time we got to to uh, jump on the podcast with you i grew a lot in the time that i was away from the racing world and this entire year it's just been a big learning experience, honestly, because uh, I've never went deep, uh, deep into the 12 rounds um, into a championship chase and into the late game and the pressure and, and everything that comes with it. You know, you, I just kind of just felt my way through the dark and, and figured it out. So, yeah, it's, 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 there's a lot that goes into it and, you know, we're, we're just so happy at the end of the day, we, the team, you know, everyone did did great. I had a lot of great people around me. You know, my dad and me, we worked our butt off in the shop. And, uh, you know, Justin Fallon and my, my uncle Mike, Mike Gein and Pat Kidwell, you know, so many people coming to the races week in and week out and, and having our back. You know, it, it, it's it's a big thing to have a lot of people to help you out. Mm-hmm. So when, when the race was going on, um, did you know Walker was in first? Was you getting the, was it getting the board? 
yeah. I, I know you, you guys actually tied for points, right? At the end. And yeah, you... we did because because of the um, the the penalty that that they uh, ended up giving to me. I oh, got yeah right. So that's what I was saying. I was, I was I was wondering like what was going through your head. Like oh boy, like if, if I didn't know if you were getting the card. Like hey, Fowler's in first. Like I can't make a mistake. What what was the pressure like in that race? No, uh, I I wasn't actually too worried with him being in the lead. You know, I I wasn't concerned with what he was doing. I was just focused on me. You know, I I knew mm-hmm. where I, where I was at, and um, once I got into the third spot, I settled in, and I was just you know, just watching maintain the gap, and and I honestly was just cruising. You know, mm-hmm. I was just being light on the clutch and basically micromanaging every aspect of the race i told i told brooke at the end i said that was the most stressful race of, of my life you know i was just overthinking so many things right. and i never put together an entire lap where i was really hitting my marks and i love iron man like that place is so fast like it's my style and i looked at the lap times and i was i think three seconds slower than him on lap three and then 15 <laughs> seconds faster on lap four and like that's that's good news because you know i really didn't even put together or even try to put together a full lap of like really trying to hit my marks mm-hmm. i was just kind of attacking the track and in, in sections where i felt comfortable and then the the places that is a little sketchy or um a little rough or you know tight trees or anything like that and I, or deep powder i just mm-hmm. kind of just boogie through it and take my time and and i was just trying to just focus and be smooth so yeah. Mm-hmm. So, so that brings up a funny point because Brandon and I argued about this last week. So, I'm curious: was it is it harder to know that you had to, like okay, I got to get like fourth? That's what I got to mm-hmm. do. Or do you think it would have been easier to just go out there and do like what you normally did and be like, okay, I got to win? Like, what what was what was harder? Um, it, it's situational, you know. Mm-hmm. If with the race and the cars that we was dealt that day with the dust, you know, it definitely would have been way harder to with the pressure to go out there and win. And mm-hmm. especially with, with how thick and how nasty that dust was. Um, you know, for me, going to the weekend, I was, it's just going to be just a feeling on the fly. You know, I, I talked about it, you know, with with, with the team and, and everything is if we was in a position off to start with the dust, then we was going to go for the win. But if we wasn't, then I was just going to do my part and and uh, just just get it done mm-hmm. and uh, just just focus on me getting just being smooth and, mm-hmm. and bringing it in. So, so um, rem- remember, remind me, did you do an air filter change? No, no, we never did an was, air filter change, and that was one thing that like. On the last lap, you know, I I was like 10 seconds off of 100 when we crossed the finish line and we got the white flag. Mm-hmm. And in my head, I was like, I was like, uh, like, <laughs> should we? Do I go for it? Do I go for the pass? <laughs> like, but I was like, you know, like I don't know how my air filter is. Like, if if I'm gonna try to pull up on him, I'm gonna have to eat his dust for for a good minute and try to get close enough where I can make a pass. Mm-hmm. And like, I was trying to outweigh the pros and the cons. It's like, you know, I'm just going to wait, you mm-hmm. know? So I just, I kind of, I'd be in his dust and I kind of back off and just kind of be light and, and he'd get out of sight. And then I'd kind of put together some sections and kind of get back to where I was eating his dust again and just kind of keep it in check. And I was like, 
in my head the whole last lap that's all i was thinking about was my air filter it was like i had no idea <laughs> I, I actually i smoked a, a a berm out in the field on lap one when i was trying to get around austin abney in the field i was just i smoked a berm because i couldn't see in the dust and um i had no idea what my filter was like so i was like if i can just make it to the eight or nine mile marker i know from there if i start to lose power i can bring this in mm -hmm. so i got to the the nine as I, I tried to pull up on him and i got to his rear wheels but it was so sketchy in the dust it it, it wasn't worth it it was so hard mm -hmm. it's so sketchy so and, and then knowing what i know now like my filter was great you know really? I, nothing got through it, it was yellow and, and pretty and wow. um, everything everything went great so you know there our dust prep was awesome and uh Hey, I, that was my biggest worry yeah. of the entire day was my filter. Well, I'm sure because in your head is like, man, if I if this filter is dusty and then there goes a motor because it's happened before. I oh mean, yeah, yeah. And, mm -hmm. and there goes your championship. The whole the whole year that you just busted your butt for is gone. And yeah, because <laughs> I was watching the weather going into the weekend. You know, for you know the week and a half before and. And I got a lot of friends out in Indiana, you know, my engine builder, Pat Kidwell, and then Toby Reed. And, you know, I talked to Austin Abney and, and they was all like, man, it is super dry out here. We have not got hardly any rain at all. And I remember the, the, um, Mason Dixon 2020, you know, mm -hmm. I was winning the race and we didn't have no spare air filter in the trailer. And we lost that race because, you know, everyone else stopped and got a filter and I didn't have one. <laughs> and I got caught with my pants down that day and, you know, it, I took that one on the chin. It was a hard lesson learned. But I, at the end of it, I asked Chris Borge. I was like, Chris is like, you know, Chris has been racing for so long. And uh, I was like, have you ever had to stop and change the air filter during a race? And he said, he said no. So it, <laughs> my dad was chewing my butt. But I was like, hey, like in all his years of racing, he's never done that. Yeah. That was the first. So I was like, it, you know, you take it on the chin, you lesson learned. But I was stressed about the dust because you know you don't want to get off your bike it adds in variable factors especially in a championship race of taking your seat off does taking the air filter off that does everyone's in a rush there's fullers going by did, did you actually get the lip on is it tight is the seat last all the way that you know just just normal stuff that you don't want to just you'd rather not do in, in a championship you know type of race mm -hmm. yeah Ex yeah exercise yeah, right. it's funny. We we talked so much about how Iron Man always has like weather adversities <laughs> and this and that and the other. And even when it doesn't, it still does. <laughs> and it's so weird because like the dust was like, I mean, it was insanely thick, but mm -hmm. and there was powder, you know. And then I talked to some friends like who raced on Sunday, and they said it was so nasty. But like, you know, my air filter stayed good, so you know, I. I guess we didn't get the ball hall type silt, I guess, where there's different type of moisture than Mason Dixon was and and all that. But it, I really, really thought that going into the weekend that we was going to – everyone was going to have to swap a filter or something in the pro class. But good yeah. thing because <laughs> it, I, was I was hoping that it wouldn't go that way. Right. Yeah. So let's rewind a couple months because we haven't had you on for a while. Talk, walk us through the snowshoe accident that happened, all right, because – I think a lot of people want to know, like, like through your head, like what happened? Because you know, we only only thing we saw was a swing arm that was just snapped in half, and I've never mm -hmm. seen that before ever. That th that 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 ever. was quite a, a sight to see when we saw that. So just <laughs> kind of give us your version. <laughs> well, 
you know, I've, I broke six stock swing arms in the last year and a half. And I've, they not like that, but <laughs> I, I cracked them. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And what we found was that um, we believe the swing arm before I went over the mountain was already, you know, stress cracked because when we got home, mm. we pulled apart and we looked at it. One side had real shiny, bright yep. aluminum. The other was dark and dull. So it, and that bike had been sitting for some time since the last time that I raced it. You know, I, I, I had that bike specifically chosen to take the task of a snowshoe. You know, I, I kind of have one bike a year where I'm like, yep, you're, you're going to do Florida and you're going to do snowshoe in a mud race. Like you're, you're the one I'm sacrificing. You're the grunt worker, so. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, regardless what, what the swing arms condition was, you know, it was real, like, the rain came down right out the starting line. It was mm-hmm. real, real slick. And the morning, they went to the right, their trail. We turned left. We was on the fresh gravel road. It was raining. It was slick. And I came around the corner. And basically, like, what Walker did at Mason Dixon, how he slid out so quick and he and, and his rear end came around, mm-hmm. the same type of thing happened. And my rear tire went right into the tree, and I just smoked it. I mean, mm-hmm. it was third gear, mid-throttle rolling around the corner and i i just flat out i smoked the tree so mm. even if the swing arm wasn't wasn't cracked whatever the whatever even if it wasn't weakened i the speed that i hit the tree <laughs> i really don't think that i was going to be able to finish the race or my axle my hub and my wheel everything was just going to be lopsided and and all boogered so and i smoked it and it thumped me hard i i I haven't had a wreck like that in a while until actually um, the actually the Friday before um, before Ironman weekend. Yeah, the weekend before Ironman, I had probably my worst entire wreck of, of the year. Really? We're talking about yeah. this Ironman or like last week? Yes, <laughs> yes the, the Friday before the, – the weekend before Ironman, okay. that Friday, I went riding and I had – I, I didn't say anything and post nothing, but it the next day, sit, like I couldn't hardly sit down on the floor without like grim, like making a grimace in my face. My left leg was so swelled up, black and blue, all the way up and down, and like oh, it, it stayed, it stayed like that. No, actually, it wasn't Ironman; it was Buckwheat One Hundred. Okay. Oh, okay. The weekend before that race, it was the Buckwheat One Hundred, and actually at the race, my left leg was still like super sore. Like seven days later. Like it, <laughs> it rung my bell good. So I had a a bottom ball joint stud um, break on me. You know, I always check my my bottom shock bolts. Man, my, what's my, it with bottom bottom ball, ball joints. joints lately? I, I always check this stuff routinely. You know what I mean? Because it, it can really mess you up if if you if you don't check it. Well, I had it. I learned a hard lesson that um, it the bolt snapped in half is what happened. The ball joint, I checked the play. It had no up and down play. It actually, it came loose and I, I, I just, I tightened it back. You know what I mean? It wasn't like it was insanely loose. It was just like, like a full turn loose, but that, I don't know if it was like that for five minutes or 30 minutes or whatever. (laughs) But now I know that if that happens to me again, I got to replace the whole thing because I was going downhill third gear wide open and the bottom ball joint it just fucking dig or freaking digs into the ground and it just it 
going downhill and it digs into the ground and it just throws me over the handlebars and oh my gosh it was it was the hardest wreck i've ever had oh i'm sure and that's one of those ones it's like like the one at snowshoe like you for a split second you probably knew what was coming well i'm sure that (laughs) i'm sure when that ball joint broke like you did not know anything was coming I didn't, and that's the scariest thing about it, about ball joints and, and bottom shock bolts or something. If, if if that comes loose or you break a bottom ball joint, like it is the scariest and it's the fastest way to get hurt because, like you said, you have zero warning. You're just ripping along the trails, like, it, it, and it just goes, and it's like a bomb. <laughs> it just goes, dude. It thumped me so hard, and – I couldn't ride for I think three days. Wow! It, it like I, it, it really, really bruised my leg up good. Now, so I'm really lucky, like especially late into the year that that I was able to walk away from that one. And not only did you walk away from that one, you went into the Buckwheat <laughs> 100 and put on probably the best performance right. I've yeah. seen in a heck of a long time. I mean, that was <laughs> that was one of the best races I've ever seen because you and Walker were clearly in a heated championship battle and then you guys got caught up in the fact that hunter hart and cole richardson were in a heated (laughs) podium battle for the for the championship and and man i tell you what like i i was on the edge of my seat that entire race and knowing now that you went through that before the race (laughs) dang dude (laughs) oh it you know that's that's looking back you know Burr Oak and Buckwheat 100 was probably my proudest moments uh, of of the entire race racing season because when the pressure was on, the chips mm-hmm. was down. You know, we came through and we delivered. You know, Burr Oak was a must win, and in my eyes, Buckwheat 100 was a must win. And uh, Buckwheat, I felt good. I felt so good that day. Um, my bike was working awesome. I will instantly, as soon as I took off to start, I was I was hit my marks. I was in the flow. I was in the rhythm. And I think I was sixth place going to the woods, passed my way up to second. And um, I was on Walker right at the end of lap two, going into lap three. And I was, I was really pressing hard. I was trying to, I was trying to get close to him and, and try to get around, make a pass. And I made a little bobble. I actually, I ran into the rear and rear end of him. He, he, he made, there's this real off camber section and he put the binders down way quicker and it caught me off guard. And I, and he was trying to hit the very first line and he put the binders down and went to pivot and hit that line so quick that I actually, I I ran into the rear end of him and I pushed him down to the second line. And then I was kind of facing the front line, but I was crooked and I still committed. I still hit it and I got sideways. I had to roll backwards a little bit for a split second and get straight and Cole got around me. And then I, a line that I used the previous lap to pass Glada, I blitzed that line and a log got kicked out and I caught my arm and flipped me, wrecked me. So now, you know, only two laps to go. This track is super, super tough to pass. And I go back to fifth place and, you know, everyone was just front to back on top of each other. Glada, Hart, Cole, Walker, everyone was there. So it was I was stressed. I was super stressed because I was like, man, I really don't know if I'm even going to get back to, you know, second place. I, I don't, I, 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 you know, I don't even know if I'm going to get a podium at this point at first. 
And man, we just put her head down and uh, we, we made passes. We made them stick. We mm-hmm. got around Glotta. We, we uh, got around Cole in the field. Um, I got Hunter on the right before the, the Cole pile in the last lap on a split line. And then um, it was, I wasn't too far from Walker. And I actually, I caught him before the nine mile marker camera. But there was a straight downhill. And at the very bottom, you had a hard 90-degree left-hand corner. And there's a lapper who broke down right down there in that bottom of that corner. Walker barely at the bottom made it up out of the ruts and made that corner. So I see this, and he's rubbing tires with him. You know, it just barely made it. I kind of jump out of the ruts, and I'm running over the brush and little saplings. But it's so steep with all my momentum when I come down the hill. I two wheel it and I actually go onto his bike. The the guy who's broke down. Oh, I still got my hands on the bars, but I'm stuck. My bike's like on top of me. I'm like on his seat, but I can't <laughs> I have no power to push it back over. So I'm like, help me. <laughs> and the guy he, he comes over, he shoves me back over, I hop on the bike and I don't know, we had you know, 10 seconds, uh, a gap, I think, for the nine-mile marker camera to the 10. And I knew that field was the very last pay- place possible to make a pass. So, man, we busted but we, we put together every corner. We rode the wheels off that bike. And uh, I got real close to him right before we popped out in the field. I still wasn't within striking distance, but, man, I just inched my way there. And, you know, we, we got real close to his rear wheels and outside, inside, and, man, we made it happen. And that was huge. That was the that was the biggest race of the year, uh, yeah. not only for the fans watching, for everyone at home, exciting, but for the momentum, for the championship. You know, it set me up mm-hmm. to be in a position in Ironman not to have to be a must-win. Right. We right. talked about how we want, you know, as fans, <laughs> selfishly as fans, we wanted the uh, the final round to be like the, the, the Super Bowl. But I will say the Buckwheat 100 was a heck of a, uh, like a uh, substitute because that ended up being, like you said, the best race of the season, uh, in my opinion, uh, for us fans to watch and then, you know, to be able to watch you do that. Uh, uh, so, Bryson, we know that you got to get up super early in the morning, and we have a ton of uh, listener questions <laughs> for you. So, we're just going to jet through a few of them real quick so we don't keep you up too late tonight. Oh, you're fine. Hit me, man. I'm ready for it. <laughs> all right. All right. Yeah, we got guys listening on the uh, uh, live right now. And uh, Walker Taylor wants to know about the horse guy. I have no idea where this is going. So, I'm sorry if it's a. <laughs> Walker Taylor. <laughs> Walker Tyler, he's an Indiana boy. Yes, he is. Uh, Walker, way back. He's a man. He is a character. And um, yeah, he he sure is. He co-hosted a show with with us one time. And it was, it was, yeah, it was entertaining. (laughs) Oh yeah, man. He's a great, he's a great dude. And uh, he's always been nothing but nice to me, but uh, (laughs) that that is an inside joke that we we can't share on, (laughs) on the air because it's not appropriate. Fair fair enough. Fair enough. Thanks Walker. We appreciate that. (laughs) Uh, And then David there's a couple guys that with the same kind of uh, area question. Uh, plans for 2023, same team, same uh, sponsors? Uh, plans for 2023, you know, we're still coming down from the weekend. And uh, <laughs> as, as as for the bike, you know, I really, everything's working great. So I really ain't going to change. I don't, much, I don't, know, I don't El- blame you. <laughs> You know, um, ATV Motocross Championship, the Works Championship, and now GNCC. The same with CST. 
and DWT. So, you know, we, we got a really good combination there. Um, so we, we, everything's working great. We're not really going to plan on making any big changes or anything like that because, you know, our program is really tight. Everything's working great. So, uh, um, we, we got some, we got some, we got some people who want to step up and help us next year. And, and there is some talk, but you know, we're just still coming down from this weekend and, uh, we're just still trying to figure it out and get our footing and, and just, um, just take it as it comes more or less. Yeah. And I so think it's, we'll have some updates here soon though. <laughs> good deal. I think it's safe to say that the, uh, Magna one motorsports was, I'd say pretty far ahead. Uh, when, when, the uh, team of the year award comes uh, between <laughs> between yourself, Bryson, um, Ashburn, and Brody Johnson. You guys kind of cleaned house a little bit. <laughs> oh, dude, you, you can't be nothing but proud. You know, no, it's it, so cool. it, it, it started as just friends. You know, Chris Landers and me. Um, we met originally whenever Drew came down to Florida and stayed at the Coastal Ranch with Eli Tiger and uh, and myself and. Uh, we, we spent a winter and we just started out as friends and we just rode and trained and, and we all hung out and had a good time. And Chris has just kept evolving every year and stepping up more and more. And um, he, he put together Land Mills XC and did that. We worked together in 2019 and, and Chris is just, you know, he, he just went off the rails and, and he is blown up and take it to the highest level and um for us to link up this year and the team that he put together on the dirt bike side and, and the rig that they brought and and the look and the 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 social media influence and everything that they do um it was a great thing you know jordan getting the xc1 title brody uh, myself and then chase landers if he's got a chance to wrap up that new uh the national enduro uh, championship this mm -hmm. weekend so uh, a lot of pauses for that man and i'm just so proud of chris landers and the entire magnum one team you know it was very special and to do something that's never been done in the history of the sport for mm -hmm. um, one team to win both xc1 dirt bike and atv you know mm -hmm. it's 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 a storybook year so i we're just especially with us being such great friends it's 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 really amazing mm -hmm. it, it's such a good representation we, of the uh, of the sport itself right we we were hope we're hoping that other teams catch on and and maybe start bringing in some you know X, more xc1 quad riders on, on their team and yeah stuff that, like that it'd be awesome That'd to, be nice see, to see um, <laughs> it, to, to see it become evolve into like a team sport all the way around like this um, it, it, I think it's awesome. It's so cool to see this season wrap up the way it did. And like you said, it's really a special season. Yeah. And I think it opened a lot of eyes that a hybrid deal, kind of like what we put together, it, it, it can happen and it can work really good. You know, yeah. I, I have different sponsors on ATV that helped me and, and they got different bike sponsors on that. But collectively the the gear and you know the big the big things were all in um all all in the same thing so mm -hmm. and, and that made it real simple but um we really took a hybrid deal and we made it work and i, I think it really opened a lot of eyes mm -hmm. yeah 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 uh so we have a uh another this is kind of a longer question uh How's he looking at the win in terms of future goals coming off the year of an injury and flirting with retirement? Does this win completely restart the clock, or is it more about finally getting the championship? He could walk away tomorrow, or could he walk away tomorrow satisfied? <laughs> um, you know, that's that's actually it's a very good question. You know, because you work your whole life and and 
you want to get here. You want to race at the highest level. You, you want to compete, win races, and win a championship. And, you know, to say we did it, that's huge. Um, I, I just to- talked to um, Ben Greenwood, off-road performance coach, yesterday, and we kind of recapped the year, and we kind of joked. We was like, you know, that this year was the road to recovery. Mm-hmm. And I guess now we're going to start the road to repeat. You know, the pressure's on now because <laughs> – I don't want to be the first guy who in a long list of, of great elite athletes who did not back up that championship. Yeah. So a real journey and the real mission starts now, you know, cause I remember Walker, whenever he won in 2015, he said those, those exact words or, or something very close to that, that, you know, Chris Borge and Bill balance and Barry Hawk, they set a precedent and it's, uh, you know, Walker, he backed it up and, 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 I'm gonna do my best. You know, I could walk away, I guess you could say, but <laughs> that's that's not me. You know, I, I still feel like I'm I'm in my prime right now and I got a lot of great people around me, a lot of love and support and a lot of great sponsors and you know, I still feel like I got more more in the tank and I'm still motivated and I still want more. So I I'll go out and try to do my best and try to we're gonna go, like I said, try to do the road to repeat and, and uh go another year, baby. So Right. That, but that, but, well, that was going to be my question is what, what was the off season going to look like with you with the target on your back for next year? You know, I know you just kind of touched on a little bit, but this is the first time ever you've been in this situation where mm-hmm. everybody now, the whole XC one is like, I, I got to go get Bryson Neal. You know, yeah. like, what's that feeling like right now? Um, you know, I like, it. <laughs> I do like, um, I, this, like I said, this whole year was a big learning curve as it was because I led the, the points for a large majority of the year, and that was new, that was different. And having a big points gap and um, different races, different pivotal moments like there, there's some things that we had a great year, but there's some things I look back on that I kind of pick myself on, on a few races where I could have been better, you know. And um, uh, it's a good thing to have that target on your back, and and I kind of like it. I, I, I like that feeling. I like that thought. And um, it's kind of like a, now I, I got something that everyone won, 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 What I got something that everyone wants and um, I want to fight like hell to try to prevent them from taking it. Right. Yeah. So so now we got to like what do like 600, uh, 600 pound deadlifts instead of 400 or what? <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I'm looking forward to that getting back in the gym. <laughs> the last couple months I have not lifted hardly as much as I wanted to, you know, and it's, it's hard to have a balance. I don't have to lift to, to be at the top of my game or anything mm-hmm. like that. It's just what I like. Right. I enjoy it. You know what I mean? It does help me, but it's not everything. It's not a secret. It's not like some <laughs> sauce or something. It's something that it's just a part of me. Even if I didn't race, I would probably just still always work out. I'd still run. I'd still go do things. It's just, it's a lifestyle. It's what I like. So, yeah. But I am excited. I did, I did leg day yesterday um, for the first time in, in a, in a few weeks a really good one kind of like what i want and we did the trap bar deadlift and the hamstrings are smoked today. <laughs> <laughs> you, so. you, you, i hope uh, you do know since now you won the championship every youth rider xc2 rider everybody's is coming in a 2023 yoke with, with the death with the deadlift <laughs> goal baby <laughs> it's a new age oh <laughs> uh, uh, you, you gotta have a little you gotta have balance you know what i mean yeah you, you guys don't want to go into the gym and try to max out every rep you know but 
it, it, <laughs> living a healthy lifestyle and working out, mm-hmm. I tell you what, it definitely is not going to hurt you. But you ain't got to take it to the extreme that I do, I guess. But you ain't got to have, have you know, go in there and, and try to be Superman. But <laughs> I just like it. I love working out, and mm-hmm. I always have, and I always will. Like my one of my goals is to to try to be in shape and try to stay fit all the way into my 40s. It's yep. it's a big goal, but you know, I've talked to a lot of older people and they say that as soon as you stop moving, it's just like a machine, you know, like a like a house without without people living in it or a truck sitting right. like it's it'll go downhill. Yeah. And um Quick. you got to keep that thing moving. So. Right. Absolutely. I totally agree with that. <laughs> totally agree with that. All right. So, uh another just a one okay, what we'll, we'll choose one more. We have uh uh, what were your thoughts when you found out about the penalty? Uh, I'm, I'm assuming here at the Ironman, um, uh, whenever you found out about that penalty at the Ironman, what was your thoughts? Um, I had no idea during the race. You know, on the last lap, um, when I was behind Hunter, they was giving me a pit board saying, like, like go get him, get him. And, like, they was, like, yelling. Like, my, my team, my boys, <laughs> like, my friends were back home. I mean, they were yelling at me when I went by, and I'm like, so confused like guys like i'm doing what i need to do like, <laughs> it's so dusty like it's sketchy like what are you talking about no um, i was like i'm right where i need to be but I, I crossed the finish line and i could tell something was up like whenever i came in i was revving my bike up like everyone was just a little tight and i was pumped but everyone was just a little tight and oh, there was man. the unknown and, and justin fallon he was the first person to 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 really, you know, bring me in and grab me and explain to me the situation. And my first initial thoughts was like, like, did we get it? Did we make it happen? And like, yes, we did. So it's like, we, we got to enjoy it for the moment and all that. But it's, it's a very, very complicated gray area because there's nothing in the rule book that says anything about this. There's no writer's meeting because this is the only race of the entire year that we have a split line in the pro row. And there is no technical rule. There is, they had no riders meeting that said, you have to go down pro row. And my biggest thing at the end of the day is that I gained no tactical advantage. I gained no time. I gained no advantage over the competition, uh, and, 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 and the way that it went down and, um, to be penalized, you know, we, I know, I know GNCC, it's it's a very tough call for them. And um, I, so at the end of the day, it is a business and people's got bills and I got bills and it, it kind of did cost me a little bit of contingency money, but I'm okay with it. You know, uh, knowing that, that it, we still got the job done. Um, it's great, you know, but it, it is a very, very gray area because there technically is no rule um or no writers meeting that was said or or anything kind of clarified because like i said this is the only race of the year that we have a pro row like that yeah but i guarantee you that this will never happen again because you know gncc are going to be professional they're going to do a great job they'll handle it they'll cover their bases and they won't ever allow that to happen again so just my thoughts are just just happy and just just so thankful that it didn't cost my entire year no doubt <laughs> you know like that so yeah i mean it's probably a good thing you didn't know about it because you already talked about how that was the most stressful race of your life <laughs> could, you, could you imagine having that little bit of knowledge in the back of your head also uh, uh oh. running around 
and, and my dad, my dad, he told he told us, don't don't put it on the pit board, don't tell him. And I, <laughs> so I appreciate that because I had enough going on in my mind on that last lap and everything. I didn't need that extra stress. So. <laughs> no doubt, no <laughs> doubt, man. It's all good though, you know. We're we're just thankful it got done, and and uh, it's like a, it, was, it was a very great area. But you know, GNCC they handled themselves perfect and uh, and great, and um, you know. They they run a tight ship and a great business and, and um, they they got to make tough calls so yeah mm-hmm. yeah so are you going out west for the race uh, for that um, works race or the um was it um, the quad the big quad race out there yeah actually I, I'm not oh, okay um, I I had people um you know the the guy who was putting it on he reached out to me and um in the moment when he first hit me up you know like um. I know the racing. I, I'm very good friends with Bo Barron, and I know that from talking with him over the years and and, and this year, um, the tracks out there are way different than what we race in GCC. And um, I was just so focused on getting, you know, the GCC job done, and I didn't have like I didn't have the time or the kind of like the energy to invest in building a 50 inch bike. And going and riding it and testing it with everything else I had on, I had going on, and it's it's been a long year and a long road, and mm-hmm. um, to drive all the way out there west on my own on my own dime, my own truck, it's it's a lot, it's a lot, you know what I mean? So mm-hmm. I, I just made the hard decision. But of course, it's 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 a great great event that they got going on, and I would love to be a part of it, but. It's been such a good long year that I I am ready for a break. You, you, need, you need to sit down and just enjoy this That's one. Right. This is it, it's time yeah. to just chill out a little bit. <laughs> I, I will have FOMO when I see everyone out there, and, and I ain't going to be there. But I'm at peace with my decisions. So oh, yeah. I'm okay. Yeah, yeah absolutely, yeah. man. Well, hey, man. Uh, last, very, very last question. We can make it a rapid fire one. I probably already know the answer to this one, though. They said favorite race of the year, and I. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, we we actually I'm gonna throw a curveball at oh, you. Oh, okay. I'm gonna, I'm gonna give you my favorite track of the year, and then I'll give you my favorite personal race. Of okay. The year. Okay. <laughs> um, the favorite favorite track of the year was Camp Coker. Camp Coker oh, this okay. year, to me, was just so awesome because I love sand. Uh, I love ripping sand, and uh, the track just the way it broke down, the roughness, the whoops. And Walker and me, we had an epic battle that day too. So I love that track and how it broke down that day. But the favorite race was definitely Buckwheat 100. Mm-hmm. You know, the epic battles. The dirt was was hero dirt that day. And, and I don't, I haven't heard many people talk about it as much. But I really, really like that Newburg, West Virginia, like venue we've been going to. I got the race in 2020. And this year, and both times, I just I love that place. The dirt. The, the flow, the woods, the field, the, the for the spectators, the parking, like I just think that place is killer. I, I love it. It's it's a really good, really cool spot to, to me. Yeah, 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 absolutely. I was, uh, I, I mean, can't argue with those answers right. at all. And uh, Bryson, buddy, it's three thirty <laughs> comes. Time, man. Three thirty comes time, early, bro. man. So we're gonna let you. <laughs> we're gonna let you go. Uh, but man, dude, appreciate yeah. your time tonight. And again, just a congratulations on just a heck of a season man it, it was fun to watch and uh we're really pumped for you 
uh, I really appreciate you guys having me on. And, and uh, I thank everyone who asked me some questions and stuff. We'll, we'll talk again here over this winter. And uh, whenever I ain't got to wake up early and do a little road trip. So um, I really appreciate you guys' time and, and, and always treat me so good. And uh, I hope you guys have a great, great month of, of November. Good Halloween this week, the weekend coming up. Mm-hmm. And uh, we'll talk soon. Yes, sir, right, man. man. Absolutely. Appreciate it. And uh, we'll talk to you down the road, buddy. All right. Thank you, guys. All right. All right, All right later, man. Bye-bye. All right, Bryson Neal, man, what a storytell season for him. Uh, Can't wait to watch the Racer TV broadcast um, uh, of the 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 Buckwheat 100. I mean, that's going to be a good one. Yeah, and you know what's crazy is, you know, we haven't really touched on it, but we just turned another chapter in GNCC history right now um, with the, with, with him taking down, you know, the seven time champion Walker Fowler. um, And, you know, the way it's been going, like he mentioned was you have, you know, you had Bill Balance and Barry Hawk and, and um, Chris Borsch and then Walker Fowler. And now, you know, all those guys have been back to back at least what, four times at least. Yeah. Um, so, you know, now we're looking, are we going to see Bryson carry this for four years, five years? Or is, you know. Or are we going to see what we saw talk, over on the ATV motocross side, side where it's just, just to go back and forth. Back and forth in, yeah. in a battle. So, um, who knows? I know. bet you it'll be the seasons like that. Who knows what the championships will be? But, mm-hmm. uh, you know, you, you know, Bryson and you and I know well as everybody else knows Walker ain't done. No, <laughs> no. Um, at least he hasn't told us yet. <laughs> so. Yeah, so. so let's get uh, to our next guest. Uh, Mr. Darkside, Jamie Guida is coming on the show. Moto X pod uh, co-host, mm-hmm. uh, Pulp MX wrap up show host, uh, vital worker. Mm-hmm. Uh, dude is just awesome all in on moto and uh he's coming on the show tonight so excited to talk to him he was actually at the iron man gncc this past weekend yep. so uh, uh we're gonna get to talk to him talk to him about um let's do it everything going on i yeah, love let's it let's go right into it yo dark side what's going on man how are you <laughs> I'm good, boys. What's up? Oh, not too much, man. I'm sorry we don't have the intro for you that you know that they, they do on the Pulp Show, but uh, uh, we uh, we do appreciate I'm, your time tonight. I'm sure you appreciate us not having that intro. <laughs> yeah, I think I hear it enough. Yeah, yeah, oh. I'm sure. I'm sure. <laughs> sure. So, uh, how's your week? How how's your week going? How was the uh, the Ironman for you? Man, I'm sure you heard a little bit of my story on Pulp or whatever, but just it was, a little. Uh, yeah, it was. It was an awesome experience. I'm kicking myself in the ass for quitting. Like I'll never forgive myself for that. But um, yeah, it was good. It was it was a new experience. I couldn't believe how many freaking people were there. It was <laughs> unreal. Yeah, yeah. I, we're the people that support like the whole motocross industry. <laughs> GNCCs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's a pretty yeah, good time. It's for sure. Yeah, I have all new. Like, not that I didn't respect off road riders. I mean, obviously I did, but it's like even more so now. Just I couldn't couldn't believe how hard it was yeah and you went you went to a pretty a pretty big one uh at crawfordsville that's like that's the mecca right there i mean obviously they they break it up into three morning ra- or two morning races for a reason on the bike side and then you know atvs on saturday uh it's a wild time man so uh yeah like uh, so this was your first time at a gncc Dude, it was only like my second time riding off road. <laughs> yeah, I my buddies have a bunch of acreage here in East Texas, and they where they with trails. You know, they they all have like their own trails they groom, and 
they invited me down like maybe a month ago. So it was the first time I ever did it. And I just fell in love with it. I loved it. So yeah, I was, but yes, definitely my first GNCC. <laughs> so how, um, so you ran the early morning race, right? Or the 10 a.m. Yeah. We raced at 10 a.m. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So what was that like, uh, looking behind you? Cause I think you were in row four. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we were row four, and I looked back, and I was just like, "Oh my god, this is like a freaking concert or some shit." <laughs> like all these people are supposed to be on this course at the same time, and I knew like I'm gonna be going pretty slow. I'm like, okay, I'm gonna be caught by about 485 bikes. It's insane, man. Uh, you know, I pitted yeah. for Brandon uh, yeah. Coast here uh, at the the what was it? It's Mount Morris. Uh, one. The, Mount, the Mount Morris one, and uh, just the amount of dirt bikes out there on one track. I mean, no wonder they have to have the track like fourteen miles long at a time just to keep all those bikes <laughs> on it. <laughs> yeah, I was explaining to one of my buddies uh, like today or yesterday. We were just talking about the hills, like Iron Man Hill, and I was like, the first lap, it's sort of like if you go kick an ant hill and a billion ants run out. That's what the hills look like. There's just bikes and people stuck everywhere oh, yeah you yeah. love the mud fleas absolutely man. <laughs> so did you get out on the track saturday at all and watch the atvs i uh, didn't really get out on the track much and watch them while they were going but we michael and i michael Lindsay and i jumped on some e-bikes after the races and rode the first four miles of the course um where we were pitted we could see small sections of the four wheelers but if, yeah honestly we were breaking into new bikes kind of off course a little bit and riding for a couple hours. So didn't get much opportunity to do that. Okay. I didn't know if you got out <laughs> and ventured out to like Ironman Hill for the ATVs. Cause that's usually a pretty wild, uh, wild area, yeah. uh, for, Oh, I can imagine. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, it gets a little, it gets a little hectic, especially because like on the ATV side, because all the bike guys are still there. All the ATV guys are still there. So there's just a ton of people. It's kind of like, I'm sure you've heard of like the uh, Howard's, Howard's, Hole. Howard's Hole at Snowshoe. It's kind of like that. Yes. It's pretty insane. <laughs> I heard, yeah, I heard that place was even gnarlier, that Howard's Hole than yeah. what we had. But yeah, that's a, that is another one that Michael, like we got back, you know, and Michael and I have talked a couple times, like, oh, we got to do this again. I got to make up for it and I want to do more. So we're like, yeah, we got to do Snowshoe. We got to do... <laughs> Uh, I think we're going to do Daytona next year. So, oh, yeah. cool. Okay. Cool. Yeah. 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 So Snowshoe is actually just in our backyard. We were down there this year. So uh, if you come up to Snowshoe next year, we'll have to show you around up there. Cause it's, 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 um, it's just a, it's a different animal. And if you ride <laughs> okay. Snowshoe, that is a, yeah. that is a wild, wild course too. Cause uh, uh, you're getting, you're getting some elevation pretty quickly everywhere. <laughs> oh, really? Okay. Right on. Yeah. Well, I'll do my best. The hills, honestly, they scared me a little bit because I haven't done a lot of that. And then, you know, at Ironman, it was so dusty this year, which I know typically it's the exact opposite. But you you just couldn't see. There was so much dust. And the sun was coming through, so you had a glare with the dust. And I, I, there was, like, people at the bottom of the hill. And I'd be looking up, trying to decide if I wanted to even <laughs> quit then. And they'd be pointing out, like, see the dude in the red shirt at the top? Just aim for him. Like, yeah, I, I don't know that I even trust you to give me the perfect. You might be telling me the worst line because it's funny. Yeah, it's, that's that's always the first, uh, the rule of thumb is always listen to the guy that has a beer in his hand. Okay. <laughs> that's, that's what you do. All right, good to know. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. So so your personal race, you ended up having having a get-off, right? Ooh, yeah, it was a big one. Yeah, unfortunately. Yeah, it was real fast, high speed section, and there there wasn't much like mud anywhere. But this particular section had a couple of areas of mud that were super super rutted up, 
and I came down the hill and I could see it ahead of me. And I was like, well, I'm just going to hit it like a motocross track and get off the back of the bike, pin it and hope I pick the right rut. And, and the dude that was like right in front of me to my right at the last second decided he was going to go around the ruts and he started veering left and I was already committed. So I just tried changing lanes and I got cross rutted and it threw me uh, <laughs> over the bars. I was third gear, probably three quarters throttle. Yeah, just destroyed my formula helmet. It was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that 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 that's hard. It's it's very hard. Yeah, yeah just you, out there you just don't know what lines to take and and there's so many people, so Yeah, and yeah. even if you e-bike some of the track, I mean, lines change every It's so hard yep. to memorize those tracks. I mean, oh, like yeah. like even like people like I, I honestly what I think is amazing about this sport in particular, I I would be willing to bet people like Caleb Russell like uh, Thad Duvall, those guys have been doing it for so long. They almost have this point in time have to have like a photographic memory <laughs> because of the way yeah. the speed that they're carrying through those woods is absolutely insane. Mm-hmm. And they just, it, it, they, they pivot off of, off of trees, off of berms. Like they know it's coming every single lap. It's wild. Yeah. It's very impressive how quick they are. They're able to react to stuff and even, when the bike hits something that maybe they didn't realize was there, they can just adjust so mm-hmm. fast. Mm-hmm. It's very, very impressive skill set. Yeah. 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 We've actually even talked to like Stu Baylor on the show before. Um, and he's told us about how like he'll actually find like land features that will like t- to try to trigger like a memory, like, okay, after this log that's laying down <laughs> like that, like I know that there's this coming up and, and then, you know, uh, I saw the sunset over here. So I know that this <laughs> line's got, it's just stuff like that. It's, it's wild to see. Yeah, I'm definitely not wired that way. I think if anybody <laughs> understands where that soundbite that you were talking about came comes from, <laughs> I can't even memorize a motocross track. So to memorize, yeah, to memorize that, I was going like the second lap. I was like, how freaking long is this course? Like, I don't remember any of this shit. And am I ever going to get to anything that looks familiar? Like yeah. even where I crashed the second lap, I felt like it took twice as long to get to it. Yeah. I just couldn't understand how anybody could ever memorize any of it. it yeah, I was just praying, basically, holding on for dear life and hoping for the best. See, I'm the exact opposite. Every time that I do a GNCC, it's always been like, man, I feel like I've seen this exact spot five times on this lap. <laughs> it lo- yeah, all looks yeah. the same. I mean, like you get like your, you know, your hill climbs and your mud holes that you remember, but then there's like so much of like, man, I feel like this should be coming up to the end of the lap. Oh, no, I'm only three miles in. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There was a couple sections when I'd get to them. I'm like, oh, yeah, I remember I hated this the first time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So real quick for our listeners that don't uh, – that that just are strictly GNCC guys, um, tell us a little bit about your background because we kind of gave you your intro before, right before you came on. Uh, you know, Moto X Pod uh, co-host, Pulpa Mex wrap-up show host, and then you work at Vi- to do all moto all the time pretty much right yeah pretty much i i grew up in southern california my dad was in the military you know we just rode a little bit of dirt bikes i didn't really get into anything organized motocross anything until like 14 or 15 years old which would have been 1989 1988 somewhere around there and i kind of started discovering motocross i had buddies that raced motocross in southern california and just got into that. I didn't know much about off-roading. We'd go out in the desert, you know, in California and ride. That was cool. But I fell in love with motocross, especially when I, we moved to Texas. 
the tracks here were really good and my buddies that I got to know road motocross and I, that's pretty much all I've ever done until just recently. Like I said, getting with vital, having a few more bikes, having some buddies that do off road and inviting me and then just opened up some different opportunities. But yeah, I pretty much my moto career, whatever you want to call it has been motocross almost <laughs> exclusive. Yeah. I mean, uh, I'm kind of the same. I, we, we, we both were, we were motocross guys and then our local tracks keep shutting down. So we, mm. we became off road guys. Yeah, so. well, woods, <laughs> yeah. be, woods became a lot closer drives and a lot easier access. <laughs> yeah, I can see that, you know, and, and again, when I rode a, a month or two ago with my buddies, I, I just fell in love with it. I took my, the three, mm-hmm. the Husky 350 I've got, I took my YZ mm-hmm. 250 with me and I rode both bikes just trying to see what I liked. And I had, I had a blast. I, we rode overall for like three hours that day. I really never got super, super tired, but I had so much fun and I could feel as the day went on, I was starting to figure out like how the bike's going to react and I was flowing and yeah, it was really cool. And I, and I think I would have had a lot more fun at the GNCC. Not that I didn't have fun, but <laughs> if I hadn't crashed, I think it would have been, it just would have been a different experience, obviously. Um, but the, re- the reality is we left Michael's hurt worse than I am. Like he just popped out a couple of ribs cause he ended he endowed going up Ironman Hill and, um, you know, he and that, that bastard finished even after that, but <laughs> we both left in pain and sore and our bodies hurting. And we're like, dude, we got to do another one. Like texting Davey Coombs. <laughs> oh, that's saying, awesome. Yeah. This was so fun. Uh, I want to do another one. So that's why I said we, we were talking yesterday. Like, okay. I think he was telling me the dates on Daytona and, like, all right, we got to figure it out. We just got to make it happen because, mm-hmm. yeah, I, I think I, my words to Davey were something like that was the gnarliest, most awful ride that I've ever done, and I can't wait to do it again. Yeah, <laughs> a- absolutely, and it sucks you in. And another thing, a part of it is, is we talk so much about like the family atmosphere that GNCC yeah. is, and how just like chill everybody is, and you know as well as we do, like. Nothing against the 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 motocross community because we came from that as well, but it's so gnarly mm-hmm. <laughs> that we yeah. really just enjoy <clears throat> the laid back atmospheres of the track and the uh um i mean it's fierce competitive um um c- competition but so many people are just so cool at these races oh absolutely man there's people coming up to me with, i think michael said there was 500 and like 38 bikes in our 10 a.m race or something and there were so many people just kind of coming up and saying hi and even just watching, like you could see how many groups of people, just everybody seemed to know everybody and they'd come by and be like, what's up, you know, on the track, they're going by and they're like, you know, yelling at you when they go by, but they're kind of like giving you the thumbs up as they pass or <laughs> yeah, it was just, it was a different atmosphere. And I, I loved it. The, the fans that were lining the Hills, you know, just like few, uh, forming human chains and pulling yeah. people up and just loving it. It, yeah, it was a very cool experience, no doubt. Even the dude, when I crashed, the dude that kind of, I mean, I, I guess I need to blame him a little bit. He, like, <laughs> turned around and came back, dude, are you okay? I just kind of gave him the thumbs up. Yeah, I think so. Or, like, he was checking on me. So, yeah, it was, it's pretty, you're, you're right. It's very family-based. And, dude, the chicks are far. I don't know if I can cuss. <laughs> yeah, you're, you're good. You're good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They're, uh, it's, it's definitely, a, it, it's funny because you have, like, the family atmosphere during the day and then, as the evening goes, the longer the day, it starts getting a little bit of a like your college party yeah. atmosphere going on. And Dark Side <laughs> needs needs to experience Howard's Hole. Yeah, you definitely on Saturday. Even if you heard. don't even ride, just come on up and just chill out. You don't even need to ride just to have a good time. Yeah, oh yeah, well, 
<laughs> yeah, I'm recently single, so yeah, I'm looking for any, that. Yeah, any, any visual, any whatever. I'm I'm down. Okay. You're down. I love it. <laughs> good deal. Love it. Good deal. Well, so, I, I, um, yeah, yeah. Howard's Hole's a place for you. We'll we'll, we'll direct you right down to the middle of it. <laughs> I'm in. Let's do. It. Let's go this weekend. Yeah, okay. <laughs> well, yeah. this, there's snow right there now, so yeah, uh, I'm joking. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, so you need to, you know, get, get Michael to get you a 300 for the next GNCC. You do a little 300 two-stroke. You're like, hey, I need to test yeah. that bike. Those things are the ultimate woods weapon, man. 300 two-stroke. Yeah, strokes. I wanted, I wanted to ride that because it was the bikes that were available were the new factory edition 350, the KTM 350 XC, and then they had their 300 out there and. Michael really wanted me to ride the 350 because I've been riding the, the the Husky 350 FC, and he wants me to compare the two. So I didn't mm-hmm. get to ride the 300, but um, a couple of the other guys, uh, Ryan Nitson from Soccer News was out there, and uh, Nick Garvin from Dirt Rider was out there, and uh, they they rode that bike, and yeah, they said it was just amazing, like third gear and just lug it around like a four stroke almost. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, there I rode. It was a um, it wasn't fuel injection. It was like the last model that they made. It was carbureted still uh, carburetor, oh, yeah. and that thing was just a tank, man. You could just take it, lug it like a four fifty, just lug it around anywhere you want. And, yeah, that's what they said. Yeah, it's awesome. I haven't got to ride a new uh, fuel injection yet, but me either. Soon though, maybe <laughs> I, I definitely. I want to get my hands on an off-road bike, though. I mean, I think my 252 stroke is now my off-road bike. I mm-hmm. put handguards on it, skid plate, and all that. That's oh, going yeah. to be my woods bike, but uh, I would love to ride one of the new fuel injector ones for sure. Yeah, yeah. The two-stroke is that? That's the that's the one that you exchanged for the ponytail, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's, that's it. That's it. Yeah, yeah. The, yeah. If you guys don't know. Like that was a good deal. Yeah. That was a, like if, if you didn't take lying. that deal, I was gonna be like, dude, come on. <laughs> yeah, you know it's it's a funny story. You were about to tell people how that went down, but when that thing, when that offer originally came, I don't remember when that was, but I was at Steve's house and Kiefer was there, and we were all downstairs, and he he told me that the offer was get what the offer was before we even went on the show, and dude, I made my mind up instantly. I knew what I was going to say, but <laughs> once we went on air, I was like, well, we got to drag this out a little bit. So I kind of pretended like, yeah, I got to think about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. You know, but yeah, how am I not going to trade my oh. hair for a brand new motorcycle? No, yeah. I didn't know it was a two stroke at the time. I, you know, <laughs> I wanted an e-start, which I did not get, but right. still it's a brand new motorcycle <laughs> for some hair. I said, I'd shave my, my head bald and my eyebrows off for a new dirt bike. Sure. <laughs> no doubt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No <laughs> doubt. No doubt. Um, but, uh, uh, in all sincerity, that, that show, uh, uh, it's pretty cool what they do over there. They're able to do a lot of fun things. Uh, I mean, like, <clears throat> honestly, Pulp is probably one of the biggest reasons why we started this show. Brandon and I, like, we, we've always been listeners of Pulp, and mm-hmm. and we were like, man, there needs to be something like this for GNCC. So we finally got fed up with nobody else doing it, so we decided to do it ourselves. <laughs> yeah, that's cool, man. I think, you know, we all love to bench race, and, yeah, if you have the means to put it, record something, and it gives people something to listen to, and, I think a lot of people don't realize how, I don't know what the word is I'm looking for, just um, therapeutic it almost mm-hmm. is to listen to a podcast about something you love and kind of relate to people, you mm-hmm. know, whether you agree or not, it's still the same, you know, it's, you're getting information and you, you're getting viewpoints and I, I think it's the podcast world, Pope was the first podcast I ever listened to and uh, yeah, it's done a lot for me, but it's cool that you guys are doing this, man, same as the Moto X-Pod show was the same thing, the guys yeah. that started the show before I got involved were fans of pulp and they just wanted to try something and they literally took an iphone and passed it back and forth to talk about what they were talking about until 
it grew into something bigger and it just kind of it took off a little bit mm-hmm. yeah yeah that's kind of like how we you know over here uh, started pretty much and um but like what we really like about like what what you do man is i mean you're you're involved in so many different shows it's cool it's really cool to see uh like i really for one enjoy the uh the wrap-up show like i listen to the pulp show and then the wrap-up show okay. and, and it's it's uh it's a fun experience yeah. to to get uh different takes and yeah. and all that and then the like you know uh, I love talking about racing, but I really just enjoy like the antics of all, all, all the shows that, that go on over there. Right. I, I, I'm always surprised when people say they like the wrap up show. Like it's not an easy show to do. I'm sure it's not what it, what it is, you yeah. know, basically recapping. And then Steve has the way he wants it done. And I don't totally agree. <laughs> you know, you never really know how it's going to come out. Like the one we did tonight, I think was really good. That's, that's what I was doing before I drove to Dallas. Cause I'm flying out to Tampa in the morning, but, uh, yeah, I'm glad you guys like it because that that one always surprises me that people like I don't know that I would listen if I wasn't doing it. <laughs> I already heard the pulp. You know, again, if people if I was allowed to do the wrap up how I wanted it, where it's all new content, then yeah, I would. I think it would be something else. But just recapping what they already said, you know, you've heard me and Steve have this argument, I'm sure. So yeah. Oh like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's it's an interesting thing, but yeah, there's not very many more of them. I mean, I would. I don't know how many more shows he's got this year, but I'll be done at the end of the year. Oh, that's right. Oh, yeah, because he's, right. he's looking to, to fill the spot. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. I forgot, but that makes me sad. <laughs> well, I'm I'm hoping that Nick from Moto Limited uh, takes it over. It's just a matter of will he have time, and then the time zone difference being down in Australia is going to make it pretty tough. But mm-hmm. it's, it's under discussion that he may give it a shot. Yeah. Yeah, a lot of people don't realize how much time a podcast takes. <laughs> Bro, my podcast, your podcast, I don't know how many hours you put into it a week, but the wrap-up show by far is the most difficult. Hey. You know, the, the, the pulp, go ahead. All the cutting and editing you do, no yeah. doubt. <laughs> Dude, the pulp show, for those that don't know, is on average five hours a week. So I got to listen to five hours. Then I got to take that five hours and go back through it with my timestamps and cut everything, which usually takes me about three hours to four, depending. <laughs> it takes me an hour and a half to sort of put it together in a timeline where I can actually do the show. And then it takes an hour and a half to record the show. Mm-hmm. So I think I average like eight hours a week on it. And, you know, I mean, trust me, he doesn't. It works out to about like I'm making like four bucks an hour. <laughs> <laughs> so it's not much. Right. Well. But hey, man, I, I mean, you know, it, the way that you've taken the steps from from that show to, I mean, it's cool to see how far you've gone in your career. And then now, you know, even in the media uh, booths, and, I mean, and then then you got a picture of yourself holding the uh, holding the, uh, the, <laughs> the, cup. The, the, motor- the the yeah, the Motocross of Nations Cup. <laughs> yeah, that one was a little surreal being there for the whole celebration. I've got some pretty cool videos of Chase and Eli and uh, Jaku just having a good time man it was it you're right you know if you think about six seven years ago i was just an average an average fan like probably a lot of the listeners you know standing at supercross or standing outdoors or where or gncc and looking through the at the factory true rigs and going wow i sure wish i could talk to those guys or whatever you know to now like i know those guys and i have their phone numbers and i'm being invited to para supercross etc etc it's I still, where were we? Oh, it was when we were riding Saturday at GNCC. When we were breaking in the bikes, I was in my helmet going, I can't believe this is my fucking life. <laughs> like, I'm getting paid to be here right now, and KTM 
brought me bikes, set the bikes up, you know, how is this real? All right. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm beyond thankful. And I, I do have to give a lot of credit to Chris Kiefer and Steve Mathis for opening some doors for me. I, I, I take credit myself because I work very hard and I made, I built some of the relationships, but those guys did a lot for me too. So it's, it's the way everything fell into place, the pieces of the puzzle. It, it's, I'm very thankful. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Absolutely. And it's cool. It, it, it's like a, kind of like a brotherhood over there. So it's cool to watch and, yeah. and, and uh, you know, as uh, fans of the show, be a part of that, but mm-hmm. uh, man, super pumped for you and uh, uh, in all your endeavors. So, uh, and, and like really appreciate your time coming on the show tonight and uh, giving us your little uh, uh, breakdown of, of your weekend at the GNCC. Of course, man. Yeah. I appreciate you guys reaching out. Like I, I still feel like I'm just a regular guy, man, that enjoys it. Uh, yeah, that's that's what makes it fun for sure. So, yeah. W- w- one last question: We beaten Steve in the world bet, or what? I mean, I don't see how I won't. Uh, <laughs> they were giving me shit today. Like him and Squiz were texting me, like, "Are you going to quit G- bets?" And bets, and, you know. I feel like I'm in the best shape I've been in ten years, man. I'm riding the best I have. I know my starts are on point. Steve sucks at starts so far. So, <laughs> but look, he. I mean, I'm, I don't have the most talent in the world, so it's, it's certainly possible he could beat me. I don't think it's going to happen, but he wins either way. Like the reality is, if I beat him, all he's talked about is I don't, I don't race myself, <laughs> I'm not training. So yeah, you should beat me. But then if he does beat me, he's going to be like, "Wow, you've been training your ass off, talking all this shit. <laughs> I don't do anything, and I still beat you." So I'm going to lose either way. Right. Right. <laughs> That's usually how most arguments go with him, isn't it? Though. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I love his newest one where, like, on Twitter, when I do give him shit, he's like, you know, like, uh, what does he say? He did some Bible verse or something the other day. I was like, you know, basically don't brag. Bragging's bad. I'm like, that's all you do for time, Manitoba, summer cross, you know, et cetera, et cetera. And yeah, anyway, he can turn anything to to fit his uh, his his needs. That's impressive. Right. It really is. Yeah. It really yeah. is. Yeah. <laughs> You're not lying. <laughs> you know, here's the here's what's gonna happen. We're gonna have a ton of fun, and we're gonna have a lot to talk about Monday on his show. And it, yeah, it's just, it's gonna be a ton of fun, and there's gonna be a lot of stories, no matter how it turns out. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, man. And, and hey, dude, we appreciate you coming on this show tonight. But one of our uh, listeners just reminded me. I can't forget most important question of all on this show. Every time somebody comes on the show for the first time, we always have to ask them. This is probably the hardest question of the show, though. <laughs> What's your favorite fast food and candy? If you had to pick one and only one, what would it be? This is not really hard at all because <laughs> really? I, I uh, even though I'm somewhat on in training and I'm a bit more of a diet now. Favorite <laughs> fast food? If I just had to pick one place to go, it's probably going to be In and Out. Okay. Okay. I'm, I'm an in-and-out guy. West Coast guy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I may say, like, I don't know. Do you guys consider Five Guys fast food? Because that takes a while. It's not really fast yeah, food. Yeah. You gotta have a drive-through. It's gotta have a drive-through. Okay. Right? So yeah, I'm gonna yeah. go in-and-out. In-and-out's gonna be my pick for that. And candy, dude. I'm a man. I'm a Hershey, like a her- regular Hershey bar guy. Okay. Okay. Yeah. But, but refrigerated. Ooh, okay. Yeah. Um, but I'll tell you, my my favorite, honest, like it's not candy, but is the white fudge covered Oreos that come out it's not, that right about now, right around October, November, they come out every year. They're only available for a couple of weeks. And I do, I buy 20 to 30 boxes of those every year to make them last all year. Wow. 
That's dedication. Like, there's no joke. I have a cabinet that I have pictures of that had somewhere near 30 boxes. <laughs> and that is my go-to. Right now I'm down to like one cookie a week because of my diet. But yeah, that's, that's my answers, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. That, hey, good, good answers. answers. Yeah. Good, solid answers. Like some guys have to waffle a lot on this question and they go back and forth. And, but, uh, but you, well, if you, yeah. if you looked in my refrigerator right now and open the drawer, <laughs> you'd see there's, uh, the, all the stuff I talked about, plus Tim Tams from Australia, plus about 15 other different junk food. And it just sits there now. Cause I'm trying not to eat it right. since I've been training quote unquote for the last three months. <laughs> right. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, so yeah, good question. Though. I like that. I like that you guys throw that the mix up kind of stuff, you what, know, non-moto. Whenever right. we started this show, my wife told me we had to ask that question because that question tells a lot about a person. So, <laughs> well, let, so let, I don't, me, let me ask you, you guys in my question, I have a personality question that I like to ask. I okay. asked Eli Tomac and a bunch of guys this, when you hang your toilet paper roll on your mm. little dispenser, does the paper go off the back against the wall or does it come over the front? Well, wait, you, you want me to hang the toilet paper? <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm joking. I'm joking. <laughs> if you hang the toilet paper. <laughs> go ahead, Brandon. No, um, so mine comes off the front. I'm sorry. I, I'm, I'm guessing. Well, that's the weird. only right answer. That's okay. the only right answer. Exactly. Okay. 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 So let me ask you this. Um, what ha <laughs> If you mostly use one of those trees that just have it like off the top and you're <laughs> yeah. like in a circle does that count i mean you got a tree yeah for your toilet well, paper? well it's like it's like it's a stacker you know what i mean oh, okay. does that make sense yeah i got you like a stacker a stacker. so it doesn't really but if i were to hang it off of a, of a wall i i'd probably have to go you know behind behind it behind it <laughs> yeah well then you can't get to the damn paper because it's up against the wall right but yeah Especially if you like rip it off too short, and then you have to like yeah, spin you, it around. Man. You need Jeez. to, yeah, you're you're wrong. That's all I got to say. You're wrong. <laughs> See, I'm so used. To, it's been so long since I've done that because I'm so used to that tree. That yeah. Uh, yeah. Who has just, a toilet paper tree? I don't know. Yeah. Our the bathroom in our studio. I, I love my toilet paper thing. I, I put a set of rentals on there, and that's what. And it's it's nice. mounted on a like a stand that's mounted to a, a rear sprocket, a rental rear sprocket. Oh, okay. So that's my. That's my toilet paper dispenser. It's pretty awesome. Nice, yeah. nice. Hey, we got. Yeah. That's cool. I, I mean, I would. I just wish our studio had a bathroom. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm trying to keep up with Steve Mathis. My ceilings are about half, half the height, but we're getting there. Oh, yeah. Well, geez. I mean, we just as of recently got uh, AC and um, heat. Uh, heat. <laughs> yeah, and insulated. Wow. Yeah, we're yeah. getting there. Yeah, there as you of, go. this time last year, we were no kidding, Dark Side. Like you could see our breaths while we were doing the show. Yeah, dude, and, we've been there. Yeah. We've been there. <laughs> the you know we used to do the show at my buddy TJ's house, who helped start the show, and I moved it to my house when I became full time, and those guys were having to be gone a lot. And yeah, I had a little room outside the house, like a little storage building that we use. It wasn't yeah, it was freezing cold or burning hot. So I hear you. Yeah, yeah. You got to yeah. start from the bottom, though. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Dark Side Man. Again, appreciate you coming on the show tonight. And uh, it, it was fun. This was fun. Yep. We appreciate it. Absolutely, man. I had a blast. Thanks for having me. And um, yeah, maybe when we do, when I do the next off road, maybe we'll, we'll talk again if you guys want. Yeah, absolutely. For, awesome, man. for sure. We'll, we'll put it on the schedule. All right. Sounds good, guys. All right, All right, man. Have a good man. Yeah, later. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Dark Side from the. Moto X Pod Show, Pop and Pop and X Wrap Up Show, and Vital. You know what's really cool is he like built his own brand. Yeah, he kinda, did. He did. You know what I mean? With the, with especially with just I know he probably didn't really attend for it to be like Dark Side, but you know just kind of. Does wait. he have Dark Side tattooed across his chest? 
I'm not sure. Gosh, maybe I should have just asked him before I just said anyways, that. <laughs> but anyways, no, I mean, uh, no, I mean, it's just really cool to see a guy like that to to go that far and in, in where he's at, and it's pretty, it's pretty sweet. Yeah, absolutely. So let's just go straight yep, in to, him. to uh, we are going to be bringing on your four by four pro champion of the year, Cody Kohler. Uh, is coming on the line. Uh, Cody's been waiting for a while. I, I feel bad because we've ran like shocker that we've ran longer than we thought we would right yeah you know. like times are ran real loose over here <laughs> yeah <laughs> hey what's going on guys hey, what's man. up cody man apologize for uh calling you a lot later than i thought we would be <laughs> oh no no all's good that happens man <laughs> yeah man it's uh it, it's been a good show so far we uh uh yeah we're so we're everybody's very talkative tonight right but uh all right Good stuff. Hopefully, I can uh, keep up. <laughs> oh, so, for sure, man. So, uh, congratulations. Yeah, on, it, on the that, on yeah. championship, man. Has it has it sunk in yet? I'm ready for next season. Already, like, honestly, already. I was crossing the I was crossing the finish line. I'm like, I'm ready to go for round one again already. Like, I just, <laughs> I, uh, you know, it's nice, but uh, I'm I'm ready to race again. I'm, I'm mine's already set on next season. Oh, nice. Awesome, so, man. So yeah. You, so with, with that, do you already have everything worked out for next season, like uh, deals and stuff like that, or? Oh uh, no 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 no! No, 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 no. I, I I haven't said. I was waiting for uh, this past weekend to uh, you know finalize that resume and send it out. Uh, get that number one plate on there, make it look good. Yeah, oh, yeah. that looks nice on the resume, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it, you know, uh, it sponsors like it for some reason, so uh, I wait on it. It's like, how can someone tell me no? <laughs> right? Yeah. You, yeah. You just became undeniable. Congratulations. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I, no. Uh, no, we uh, we worked really hard for it all season. Um, you know, Brandon wrote great uh, all season. Landon, you know, running the limited schedule. He was obviously he wrote great all season. Um, you know, Hayden led points for majority of the game of the season. He really stepped up uh, end of the season this year. Um, but so uh, no, the future of the class looks bright, and uh, you know, hopefully, it can uh, hopefully I, I finally got it figured out. So hopefully, I can uh, keep it going. What I love about this class is is we 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 I think we talked we talked to you about this exact same situation, but. What's so cool about this class is is it's not a old guy class anymore. Like you guys are like younger generation coming up and just taking over the class and killing it. It's it's become really really fun to watch as of the last several years. Yeah, yeah, no we're we're making a destination, not a not a afterthought, you know. Exactly. Uh, Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, uh, me and Brandon and Hayden, uh, you know, really uh, the young guy, the young core of the class. And then, you know, guys got like Burke stepped up uh, uh, beginning of the season. Um, uh, Gavin stepped up halfway through the season and uh, Gavin Jenkins. And, uh, you know, we got we got some young core in the class now, some young blood. And uh, it's nice. It's nice. Yeah, yeah. Um, so are, are you sponsored by Can-Am right now or? Uh, no, uh, I called several times last year, <laughs> left voicemails, I got the number of uh, the guy or whatever, um, no, no response, and, uh, you know, uh, maybe he'll give me a call back this year. Yeah. Well, that, now I mean, he now they got to talk. Now they got to talk to the guy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, uh, you know, um, you know, play, you know, players ain't there. Um, they, they, it's not, not, not a lot of. Not a lot of reason to sponsor, you know, like Yamaha has slowly been backing out on their sponsorships from what I hear, and uh, they're the only ones making sport quads, so there's no competition. So right. uh, that's kind of my thought on why he wouldn't have called back last year. Right. So I'm not 
curious to see what happens with it. Right. Yeah, that's 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 a bummer, man, when when you start hearing that stuff. Uh but that's what we we were always scared uh for the for the ATV side of the things with with the whole with there's no competition for anyone. <laughs> so Yeah, yeah, no Flair still makes a nice bike. Um I don't have any sponsorships. I you know, I'm uh, I'm I'm gonna, you know, do all the reaching out I can this year and see uh see what I can make happen for the next year or two, you know, get mm-hmm. some stuff lined up and uh, open anything. Yeah. Right. Well, and But on the flip side, I guess a silver lining, uh, what Brandon and I were talking about earlier with Bryson, um, it's so cool to see the sport it, this year have like a champion under one tent, like so many champions under one tent, what I'm saying. And what we would love to see is the, like more people take recognition of that and then like add like like add like a four by four pro or add a um an xc2 rider you know stuff like that um um on the dirt bike side as well so it's cool like to see the mix uh with that championship over there and hopefully we see that trickle down um and trickle across the sport actually yeah yeah, no it's very cool um you know a lot of teams you know the manager just prefers quads refers bikes so you don't see a lot of people uh, dapping in both but uh you know, the Chris Landers and that whole Magna One Motorsport is kind of unique in that he has Drew and uh, uh, Chase's sons. They rode, Drew rode the quad, Chase runs the bike, and he had a loving for both and got involved with people on both sides and, you know, made it happen. It a very unique situation, very cool what they got going on over there. And, uh, you know, um, I'd, I'd love to be a part of any team that wants, wants to support the sport, you know. But, uh, yeah, um, yeah, very cool what they got going on over there. Mm-hmm. For sure. Yeah. When, uh, what was it? three major titles this, this year yeah yeah, yeah. Yep. three major titles so that's pretty i would say they kind of got a lock on the team of the year award so yeah, that's <laughs> awesome well if they want to make it four next year let me know yeah <laughs> there here you we go. go let's go that that'd be yeah. uh that'd be absolutely awesome so uh walk us through your season um i mean you had some ups and downs throughout the season but man you came towards the end of the season you just really came in clutch and started started picking it up no, uh, you know, I, I had pace all season, you know, same as last year, you know, uh, yeah. just uh, a couple of mechanicals separated me last year from uh, being there at the end of the season. And this year, you know, my guy, uh, Mike Seegers with KMK Off-Road, um, my mechanic this year, he's really been just aces with it. Uh, bike felt the same at Ironman as it did around one, like thing was spot on all year. Um, uh, round one, you know, led all day, um, stopped for a pit, uh, beginning of the last lap and, uh, some fuel got spilt and I got, I caught on fire and I lost like three minutes. Um, big, big, big thing. I dropped back to fifth, actually passed back up to fourth after that. And, uh, just, uh, you know, fourth on the day round one, I go to Florida for round two. Um, Florida is a sand track and, uh, it, it, you know, sand wears all your stuff out. It's no fun. Wears out your bearings and stuff. And I don't want to mm-hmm. run my brand new bike in Florida. So what I always do is I run my last year, last year's national bike afterwards national prep and stuff don't race after you know the iron man of that last year and then uh running at the next year's national so that's kind of been my tradition and this year uh the i was coming around corner end of the first lap and uh the through bolt and the power steering unit that keeps the guts together broke off of the threads and dropped out so i got floppy bars coming out of the corner end of the first lap so uh oh. took a dnf at round two um so four dnf uh come out at uh georgia um believe i took a win there uh then uh big buck 2.0 the tiger run uh brandon me and brandon rode, rode together all day um i uh he rode awesome that day i got out front and i was just i rode as fast as i wanted to ride a four-wheeler on the track that day 
race conditions were perfect. No dust, no nothing. It was just really good race conditions. Um, and uh, he rode my rear bumper all day. Um, had a couple issues. Uh, he was able to get around me, and then uh, um, he was uh, he let me back around him, trying to learn from me a little bit. Uh, he, he helped pace that day great. And then uh, coming to the finish, he got got into the back of me. He ended up tipping over. Um, I ended up getting the win there around four as well. So two wins, a fourth DNF, two wins. Uh, then Camp Coker. Um, so factory, the Can-Ams come with like a little, uh, there's snorkel on the air filter, on their air box. Um, it comes with like a pre-filter. Mm-hmm. Uh, mine got filled up with sand from Coker. It started mm-hmm. filling up with sand. I was still running that pre-filter. I thought I was being extra safe. Um, <laughs> I ended up completely filling up with sand, cutting off circulation to the motor, uh, melted my belt. Oh. Um, so Camp Coker took a seventh, I think, got uh, two laps in. Um, so yeah, so put myself in a little bit of a points hole right off the get go. Um, I think I was in fourth place at that point, several points down. And then, uh, round five, um, uh, well, that was round five, uh, round six. Um, I, I believe that was Mason Dixon, uh, won that, mm-hmm. um, Baroque, I believe was round seven, won that yeah. round eight, uh, what, what, what was the other one before snowshoe? What was one before snowshoe? That was the um, uh, uh, oh shoot. Hold on, I got you. That was the Mason Dixon before snowshoe. <laughs> right before snowshoe. Okay. Right before. Yep. Did you do John so, Pitt? The Hoosier. The Hoosier. I also yeah, won the Hoosier, Hoosier as well. Yep. Iron Man yep. 1.0. Yep. 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 I forgot. Forgot we're going there twice now. <laughs> uh, yeah. No. I was, yeah. So the Hoosier. Thank you. Thank you. Um. So, yeah. I won. Um. Round. Round. Uh. Three, four, broke down at five, one, six, seven, eight, uh, led every inch of snowshoe until like two miles to go, uh, landing <sighs> copy in the lappers, um, just, uh, coming up a hill, got a face full of roost from the lapper, hit a split line, didn't see a rock, got turned sideways, uh, land was able to split by me and, uh, it was all fire road to the finish and I got dusted out and ended up second at snowshoe, just, uh, a rock away from the wind there. And uh, then a summer break, good. Po- I got into the points lead there, uh, I think, at Snowshoe, right before Snowshoe. Um, so came back out of the hole before summer break. I didn't think it was uh, – I think I was over 30 points down at, like, round five after I broke down. So uh, came came out of that hole. And uh, um, what was the first race back? It was the Boy Scout camp, round 10. Yeah, um, let, let, uh, that was a great battle between me, Landon and Brandon. Awesome race out front all day. Um, really, really fun racing with those guys. You know, we all trust each other and it's, it's really clean, fun racing at that pace. Uh, but, uh, I ended up getting the lead there going into the last lap. And, uh, I, I, I had like a 10, 10 second gap, maybe five, 10 second gap. And, uh, it started sprinkling at the end of that race and, uh, I came coming down an off camera hill and just front tires, just pushed a corner. I was pushing too hard, trying to make that gap in the misjudged one and caught the tree and Landon was able to slip by me. And then, uh, I was pushing to get right back on landing cause I had a couple lines in that next section or I didn't really have anything after that. And, uh, caught another tree and then, uh, band was able to split by me and I got fortunate that, uh, he kind of bobbled in the main line and I made a split line work, uh, not, not like a mile from the finish and I got back into second there. So two, two after the summer break. And then, uh, we went back to Pent. Um, well, that, that was the first one back to the summer break. And then we went back to the, the Penton. Mm-hmm. um, led most of the day there. Um, like pretty much all day there with Landon all over me. We kind of checked out and, uh, 
got got behind the lapper uh four or five miles in the last lap tried to make a split line work and i just lost traction to split by the lapper and uh landon was able to touch it touch their rear bumper and i wasn't able to squeeze in try to get behind landon and uh try to hit um right after that try to hit a split line and i i tried to hook a left rut and i i still to this day don't know what went wrong but i went right shot down over the hill into some trees <laughs> oh man uh, yeah um I held on to the quad with one arm my shoulder was sore for a few days almost i think i almost pulled out a socket from holding on it, it was sore for a few days after that but uh got back on the quad remounted took back off um broke uh broke snapped off a uh, upper a-arm support on the frame i didn't even notice throughout the day out it was so it handled fine for the rest <laughs> of the day um i just finished the race i was i wasn't riding a thousand percent at that point i was kind of i was kind of shook up after that one but uh second on the day at Penton. so and then uh we went to buckwheat um just uh that, there's just no no real passing at that track lappers were really limiting uh, i got terrible start Brandon led flag to flag. Just uh, Landon couldn't make anything happen on him. Uh, I got by Landon a couple of times, and we got together, and I ended up getting the worst end of it every time, and uh, um, ended up third on the day. Um, every time we got out into the field, Landon was riding Brandon so aggressive. I didn't want to be like in the middle of that and get caught up. They were Landon was riding uh, really, really aggressive out in the field trying to get by Brandon because he knew that that was about the only spot to pass, mm-hmm. and. Uh, so he was outside, inside, and cutting real hard, and I didn't want to clip and get anyone hurt. So I was just kind of waiting for them to push each other wide and sneak in, and uh, they they held their lines. Just uh, didn't work out for me at Buckwheat. Yeah. But then uh, Ironman this past weekend, um, got out to a bad start, corner three. I just swung the out, outside and just didn't lift and uh, got me inside into corner four and dropped me into, from dead last to fourth going into the woods. Um leader dipped off on a slow line missed the main line uh top three got by him got in a second like a mile into the race um then uh, it was me and brandon out front and uh we kind of set pace i got by him um several miles in that first lap and uh got started to pull away a little bit and we caught lappers pretty much instantly on lap two and uh he was able to close back in and uh just a great race with him. Um, I pitted for fuel. He was able to get by me. I dropped back to third. Hayden Mickelson was having an awesome ride, um, keeping us really honest. And uh, Robbie Peckeroy was right there, too, having a great day, too, when I pitted uh, end of that second lap. Mm-hmm. Um, I dropped back to fourth. Robbie let me have that third-place position. Um, got by Hayden a couple miles into that uh, third lap. Um, ran down Brandon. I think I passed him. End of that third lap. Um, and then... uh. Brandon, so ended up being a five-lap race, and uh, Brandon didn't pit, and they ended up pitting him uh, late the fourth lap. Like, they didn't pit him early, so they ended up pitting him late the fourth lap. So me pitting early ended up uh, getting me the race. I got the gap I needed right there, put some lappers between us, and uh, held that gap to the finish. I think it was, like, just a couple seconds apart from the white flag to the checker the split. That's crazy. The la- lappers were crazy. I don't know if you guys saw my uh, Instagram post, <laughs> but uh, so there's 531 yeah. <laughs> people. <laughs> Man, we lapped up to 100th place. We lapped wow. 431 people. Uh, Man, and then uh, it was like I think I said it was like 210 people made three or less laps. So we lapped 210 people at least twice. So that's wow. so that's that's. <laughs> 
Yeah, I don't know. Like six hundred six hundred ish patches. <laughs> Unreal. Uh, yeah, it, it was insane. I don't know if you guys got a chance to check out that uh, uh Chuck Frazier band's dad posts uh GoPros on that Pro Row seven eight four on YouTube. Mm -hmm. Oh no, I need um, to check that out, it, guys. It's uh, it's really cool. Um, brand set and pace out front, and then you, you see my pass on them. Um, the first pass I make on them, and then uh, you see you know see us going at pace uh, in the woods and stuff. See how bad the conditions were, how dusty it was. See the mayhem of the lappers going into that beginning of the second lap, and then uh, he ends up not wiping his GoPro up in the heat of the race. And then you know last couple laps, you just focus on riding, but uh. Really good coverage there began that race. Yeah. What yeah. what's the what's the uh the YouTube channel again so everybody can hear that? Pro Row seven eight four. Okay. Pro yeah. Everybody check that out. Yeah. So yeah, very very cool stuff. That one's really cool. Uh you post uh, a couple few from the year and all you know, all their stuff they're doing uh down in Florida he's training and prepping stuff and then uh, the Tiger Run one's also really good. It's uh that, that race I was talking about, he rode my rear bumper the whole day. Okay, um, cool. Yeah, another one of those, you know, it's good coverage the first few laps, and then uh, in the heat of the race, you know. Um, yeah, it's tough to, it's tough to run. This yeah. the last lap and a half or so. But yeah. Yeah, it's hard, hard to do both. Now, do you guys get to run the hill in the morning? Or Not Iron Man. We ran uh, Twin Hills and Jimmy Hill. Okay. Not I was, Iron Man Hill. I was curious. I was just wondering how, if how that 4x4 would do going up Iron Man Hill. I'm sure it eat oh, right it up. Eat it up. I'm sure it eat it right up, but I was just I was wondering like yeah, but it might not eat it up if there's <laughs> if there's 300 uh, lappers sitting on it at the time, <laughs> right? Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, no, it'd be a cool option, you know, four by four pro only split and WXC only split or something. They right. throw a couple of those in. Uh, I don't see why not. I, I was just curious because I was like, in, you know, we always see like all the sport quads and stuff and. I just wondering how that hey, four by four see, would do. You know? I want to see four by four pro in the afternoon. I, I mean, <laughs> I don't know. Maybe that not might not be the. What do you think? Uh, the whole reason, so the whole reason I switched to the four by four is I, I got that back, and the uh, main thing is the track condition, right? Mm, okay. Um, mm -hmm. Track conditions, the chops, what's killing me. So my whenever I moved back, I was between joining like sport class on a two fifty R and going to four by four pro, and four by four pro just made more sense for me. But, I got you. Uh, no, uh, also just the the conditions of the track too, starting like that, you're just going to beat a four by four to death. They're just too heavy, taking that amount of chop at that pace for two hours. Um, we start, you know, with the virgin tracks and they're you know smooth to begin with. Uh, that chop's not too bad. It's it's pretty rough on them the last lap. Um, me and Landon have both raced them in the afternoon uh, last year. Uh, we were both running top twenty overalls, um, but uh, they're pretty beat up after the race. Doing that for thirteen rounds just. Yeah, that'd be that'd be rough on everyone involved. Yeah, 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 yeah absolutely. It would be. Yeah, you don't really think about that stuff when you know when when we talk about like track roughness and all that. But um, yeah, it takes toll. It's you know that's the reality of it. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. What I mean, what I think you just kind of ran us through your entire season. What I kind of think is most impressive <laughs> about your championship this year is the fact that that. Out of the top three, you talked about how you guys had really good battles together this year. Um, a lot of equal speed going on um, in a lot of these races. But you really put yourself in a hole at the beginning of the season with that DNF. And then you kind of clawed yourself out of that hole all season long to to end up being on the stop, top step of the podium um, at the final round. Yeah, yeah, no, I, uh, you know, one race at a time, right? Just some stuff that's out of my control. No reason to panic. Just do what you can do. Um, you can only control what you control, can control one lap at a time, just uh, one corner at a time, just put in your laps. And that was just the mindset from race one this year. Uh, I feel like I've grown a lot in that maturity category and uh, 
having the right racecraft with for the four by four, not destroying it and making it last the whole season and the uh, while carrying pace. And, um, you know, I, I feel like I really got the racecraft of the four by four figured out mm-hmm. and, uh, knew that, knew that from race one right, or had the right mindset for it. Just, a unfortunate pit stop, uh, free power steering unit. When, when, freak breakdown win 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 <laughs> yeah uh, a rock uh yeah you know just a uh, rock uh bad lapper and the freak freak incident um i just misjudged one corner and hit tagged a tree and just led to another couple mistakes uh that uh not the mason dixon the um mountaineer run race that mm-hmm. race that, that wasn't my best that was probably my worst race of the season because i hit the one tree and made another mistake I was able to come back for the second and was still there for the challenger for the win. But uh, that was just a cu- couple mistakes on that day. Just wasn't the right, like wasn't there that day. Mm-hmm. But uh, every other race, um, Buckley, I was there, just got the wrong end of the deal with uh, Lando a couple times and uh, felt like I was there for the win, had the pace that day and then won Ironman. So, yeah, yeah. Yeah. How, how awesome was it to win the final race of the season, the race that you officially won the championship as well? I always think it's cool when people are able to win on a winning note I, oh absolutely that was that was the entire mindset i had no other plans coming into the weekend uh yeah um yeah on the, like i said if you guys have seen the between the arrows on the gncc just posted it uh mason raiders on there giving me an interview but uh i said, said the same thing there as i'll say here uh, i wanted to end the season with an exclamation point you know not a question mark um i'm gonna put these guys on notice for next season uh i i, I didn't want to you know didn't want to roll through it wanted to ride my race ride how i ride all year and uh I'm ready for it. So, is there any like contingencies or anything like that for, for like four by four? Does like Can Am do anything? Does players anything like that? Um, Can Am's got a, content, a pretty decent contingency. Um, I'm uh, definitely going to work that into everything I can this year. Um, you know, I've been really good to all my sponsors my my whole career. Um, really, really loyal, really good to everyone, and mm-hmm. uh, you know, always taking not not taking more than I've ever needed. I only take what I absolutely need. And, uh, um, you know, I, I think my time has come. I, I'm, uh, you know, I'm the champ and I, uh, you know, I, um, right. feel like it's time. I, I won't, I won't, uh, a little help this year. Right. Yeah, that's awesome. I, I love, just, I love the confidence and like the, the mm-hmm. determination. Yeah. I, I was just curious of like, you know, people out there listening and, and stuff. And the other thing, like, do you, I know it's like you're a pro class. Do you win any kind of championship money or anything like that since you're a pro class from GNCC or? Uh, I got second last year, and I think I got 250 bucks. <laughs> mm. Nice. So yeah. we're, we're hoping at so, least, yeah, yeah, at least yeah. that now, this year. GNCC does not have a big budget for the 4x4 guys. I, I got gotcha. you. Let's, gotcha. let's change that. Let's, let's change that. <laughs> <laughs> About to start a GoFundMe page for you guys. <laughs> 250 yeah. bucks. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I did all that, and I was worth 250 bucks for you guys. All right. <laughs> right? Uh, yeah, I yeah, know. It is what it is, you know. Yeah, well, I, I mean, got you. We'll, I, I was just curious. I like uh, uh, exploring and le- learning about like some of the other classes and 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 what you know because you guys do all this yourselves. I mean, you guys spend countless hours, a lot of money for these machines and work on them and the maintenance and and you know it's pretty much for bragging rights, right? Oh yeah, <laughs> racing in general, right? Yeah, uh, you, start, you described <laughs> it. Yeah, all classes, any class, any type type racing really it's, yeah uh, you know it's a hobby um gotta do something with your time and money i'll give you something to get you up in the morning and get you going um some people choose this crazy racing thing right 
Yeah. So, uh, yeah, no, this is, uh, this is, uh, me and my, my dad, uh, my dad grew up riding quads. Uh, not, my dad didn't grow up riding quads. Sorry. I grew up riding quads. My dad, uh, pretty much bought, um, quads when he first bought out, bought like a Warrior 350. Oh, yeah. Like one of the, like, like one of the first <laughs> years they came out back in like 88, uh, yeah. 99. Um, I had one so of those. He's had, yeah, <laughs> had ATVs since the get go. Yeah. Uh, he didn't know, he didn't know what, uh, um an uh dipstick was or an air filter uh, <laughs> until we met matt pierce some sometime later um Listen, no, uh, did your th- did that warrior have a pull start on it all right everybody cries about not having an e-start but my warrior had a pull start all right <laughs> oh we got a honda 90 that i race every now and then with a pull start <laughs> I-, I feel your pain i feel your pain i've been there uh yeah no um yeah uh so he he rode uh pretty much since he was like eight, eighteen, nineteen 18 19 on um and then uh ever, ever since i before i can remember my mom used to take like the booster seat out of the minivan and strap it up to the utility rack on the four by four and ride me around for hours and, uh, <laughs> i just i just eat it up and i always i would ask for more and grew up on the back of a quad you know uh they'd be you know they're down there uh, drinking beer riding around having a good time and uh it wasn't anything serious like it is now and just uh my dad heard about racing through a friend at work. I uh, didn't know it was a thing until I was like six, and uh, I ended up going with him that day. Um, and uh, we got easy, you know, he's a early bird gets the worm kind of guy, and uh, got there bright and early, and was there for the youth race. I'm like, what do you mean they have a youth race? So yeah. I made sure to get to the next one, and uh, been hooked ever since. Um, started out, you know, just on Honda 90, kid in the rubber boots, riding around until you know I was probably like 10. Uh, I think I got my first pair of like, uh, full race gear and like riding boots and stuff. Um, then, uh, uh, we started running the national series when I was like nine and then like 10, he's like, all right, I can be kind of, kind of getting this figured out. And then when I turned 11, uh, something just clicked and I started like progressing and I, I started, I, um, when I turned 11, my first race that year in the 90 open limited eight, eight to 11 class, I got third overall out of nowhere. I went from like. 20th overall hardly riding over well riding a lot over the off season but just you know uh, in ohio in the winter on honda 90 in the backyard got a pit pro and uh got third overall first race that year <laughs> and then uh just uh, you know started getting top 10s top five overall super super consistent being a podium guy and uh it's, it's been a spiral ever since <laughs> that's it uh it only yeah, takes one. Like, oh yeah pitch the pro sounds good we got a couple but we knew some people at fast track we knew levi cohen and fast tracks and they say that these are cool and we're going to get you a stock one and try it out and i'm on the podium with levi cohen the next race at 11 years old uh, you know he's the like three-time youth national champ at the time <laughs> I, I just thought it was the coolest thing right. uh so well come a long way come a long way from that you know we went through that and then uh Progressed the youth. Me and Hunter Hart battled our entire childhood. God, I wish we had hybrids back then. I wasn't all wrapped in one five race in the Cobra. Ah, oh. yeah, hybrids uh, are. Yeah, a lot of regret there. A lot of, <laughs> a lot of what ifs there. Um, no, uh, then uh, got to the two fifties. Was you know at, carried carried it right to the two fifties. I figured out from the get go. Uh, podium, my first uh, AM race on a the Apex two fifty third overall uh i was over a minute down going into that last lap from the podium i was like fifth overall four by fours finish they did the podium as i was finishing i i absolutely sprinted my heart out that last lap and made up over a minute on a 
whatever it was. And uh, I got podium by like 0.8 seconds and uh, they did the podium without me. And I like, we've looked at the results, you know, an hour later and I got third overall and I go up and complain and they're like, Oh, we'll put you up now. I'm like, Oh, who's here? Everyone's out watching the race. Everyone's watching the pros. Like why? Well, that means nothing. Right. So, oh, yeah. Geez. So, uh, yeah, no. So uh, they, uh, we went from ninth row with all the split rows and, uh, they wanted to make sure they kept an eye on me and Wesley Wolf moving up. And, uh, we were fourth. That's why Schoolboys senior is now in fourth row was after that Georgia, the next race, we were fourth row. <laughs> I didn't know where I couldn't find the starting line. Uh, <laughs> I, <didn't know. laughs> I couldn't find a row. I was like, why, why are we so far? What happened? Uh, very, very cool. That's what happened with that. They moved us right on up after because I think Wesley on the Raptor 250 finished like seventh overall. Wow. And then uh, the next race, he had his Apex 250. And then uh, it was the me and Wesley Wolf show for two years in that, that AM race. And, you know, Dave Simmons for sure. Absolutely good. It's Dave's Super Dave. Um, <laughs> but like in the 250 class, um, it was me and him and then Dave battling for overalls mm-hmm. for two years in that class. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It, it's, uh, it's, isn't it awesome looking back and like, like looking back at like childhood, how, how you came up and how you came through and, um, you guys kind of changed history a little bit, moving, moving up to 250, the row and stuff like that's, this is pretty cool. Dude, I could write books on all of the <laughs> nonsense, stupid, trivial, uh, rumor stuff. I know about everyone, everything, all the years I've been in. I could write books. Hey, the off season is really long and we need podcast material. So maybe, <laughs> maybe. <we can. laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I just, uh, yeah, I, get, get me talking. I just, you know, it, it comes and goes. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get it, just get it all on recording. So, yeah. <laughs> all right. <laughs> but yeah, dude, that, that's so awesome. Um, so were you, were you expecting um, Iron Man to be that dusty? I thought it was – so, like, Tuesday, Wednesday, when I was looking on my phone, it said 30 degrees and might possibly snow. So I'm packing my bag Wednesday night, you know, leaving Thursday night. They got, you know, winter gear, some all hoodies, sweatpants. I, I didn't bring a single pair of shorts. I was like, I brought, you know, a light pair of, like, long pants, but no, no shorts. Uh, well, we are there Thursday, and now we're down the road, and we're talking about it. I'm like, yeah, you know, I got you – know, you know, I'm, I, I got my I got my comfy, warm stuff, and then you know, my girlfriend and my sister just looked me sideways, and, uh, and it ended up being 75 and sunny and <laughs> dusty, and uh, I I was not prepared until I was on my way. I had to mentally adjust. But no, I, um, dude, a uh, beautiful, beautiful weekend for it. 75 and sunny, Iron Man. Yeah, uh, just uncalled for. The dust was unbearable, but I yeah, that's the trade off, <laughs> I guess. You're you're either freezing and covered in mud or uh 75 and you can't see um <laughs> yeah we kind of joked around Your about choice it. Is yours. we kind of joked around about it um you know we we were saying last week that that uh you know you never know what's going to happen to iron man the weather seems to always be an issue and even when it's not an issue it ended up being an issue with, <laughs> with the uh with the dust guys i am telling you watch that proto 784 gopro and you will see what we say you'll see what we did what we couldn't like that, you'll, you'll see just as much as we couldn't right as, as soon as this and, and the bad thing, thing is we'll like it. that was saturday morning you know you guys were like the one of the first big bikes to can you hit imagine, the track so can you imagine, imagine how how like like churned up and fine it got like, like by, sunday, weekend, by, by sunday by sunday afternoon. yeah Ooh. one o'clock Oof. oh it was moon dust and they started like blue groove out in the fields where it's real hard packed and get the sun's constantly on it out in the woods you know it would like powder and break down where it's got like a little depth to it but out in the fields it started to blue groove 
Yeah, it was like okay. moon dust. There was like three foot tall berms everywhere out in the woods, and it, it got it got ate up. Yep. Yeah. So we've had perfect. We've had perfect conditions in Iron Man. We've had we've had torrential downpours in Iron Man. Um, I think next year we'll be probably be looking for snow. I would say. <laughs> so. Yeah. Has there ever has there that, ever been a GNCC? Well, let me ask you this: <laughs> You would know this. Has there ever been a GNCC race that there's been a snow covered ground? Uh, Powerline Park 2014. Uh, it hailed on me during during the race. Really? Uh, I think it started to sprinkle snow too, but not enough to like stick. Um, other than that, I started racing like Ironman 2008 was my first race. Uh, not that I can really think of. Mm. Yeah, but they did hail on us during Powerline Park. <laughs> I remember, I can sit like, yeah, like you're wincing going through the fields a little bit. Yeah, ooh, <laughs> I remember there was there was one um, local hair scramble I did, Brandon, one time, and yeah. you weren't there. Yeah, I remember seeing pictures, it weren't yeah. there, but between the first and second lap, it snowed like two inches. <laughs> so like we couldn't like the first lap there was no snow on the ground. The second lap. By the time we got to the finish line, there was like two inches of snow. It was wild. That was pretty crazy. But that's crazy. Yeah, like I, I say, I grew up in Ohio. All I can do is ride in the winter. We run that. We have like a, a GP track an hour from the house that runs the winter series, and I would ride it all the time. Uh, my first ever adult overall was actually there on a Raptor 250. I beat like Kylie Ahart when she was in her prime in the women's class, and a couple other people. Um, but uh, yeah, I uh, I grew up riding in in, in the winter and, and stuff in Ohio. I'm, yeah, I'm used to that. I don't mind the, <laughs> the snow and the mud and bring it on. Um, but no, uh, it, it's fine when it's like zero degrees and the ground's frozen mm-hmm. and there's no slop. But when it's like 20, 30 degrees and you, you're getting that slop, Ooh, that's when it mm, sucks. Yeah. Yeah. So like, like if you're going to ride in the winter, try to choose zero degree days. <laughs> yeah, no doubt. Like, it's going to be cold. You'll warm yourself up riding, but at least you won't be soaking wet. Oh, I say every year, like, and this is like for everything, not just riding, but like I get, like, if we're going to have winter, let's just have winter. Let's like the mud is the worst part of winter. Right. Right. Yeah, be cold if you're gonna be cold. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like my biggest thing is when you go ride, then it's like, how do you wash your bike off? Because you don't want to be out there. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah, that's true. How do you too. clean your stuff? I don't know. I mean, so, s- um, well, I, I just uh, overalls, winter coat. Suck it up. <laughs> suck it up. And get out there. <laughs> suck it up. Yeah. Buttercup. cup. <laughs> yeah. Wear, wear your riding boots. Uh, and put your overalls over them. You know, feet, feet don't mud. Um, my feet don't get wet in the CDs. Um, they they're nice, mm-hmm. but uh, I I just wear my riding boots whenever I power wash. I my feet mm-hmm. never get wet, and then uh, I just um, I don't just wear what I wear to work to power wash, but in the winter, just overalls and wear coat set. Or you can get yourself some seal savers. Oh, seal savers, <laughs> boot, boot, boot savers. That's right. A little plug right there. <laughs> little plug right there. Sorry. <laughs> oh, gotta shit. do what you gotta do. That's yeah, right. Absolutely. That's right. Absolutely. So, uh, yeah. Uh, okay, we got a uh, listener question. Favorite race of the year? What was the number one race uh, uh, that you uh, will stack in the memory bank for this year? Tend to have it. Ken, nine hour. Oh. Ken, nine hours. Oh, okay. Yeah. Coolest race of the year. Uh, awesome, awesome event. The the ups and downs of my team experience on the day was incredible. The, the story we had on the day was just really, really cool. But uh, the event itself was also just really, really – it was a East Coast uh, Heartland Challenge. Um, great event that the guys at New East Coast intend to put on. Um, yeah, I had an absolute blast. Got a good team together. Gavin Jenkins was one of my teammates. And then uh, Dayton Hickey uh, on the 
top riders from the schoolboy senior class this year. Um, he was on my team. He rode a four by four. Uh, he's been playing around on one. Uh, but uh, yeah, no. So it was us three against uh, the BNR team. It was Bert Smith, AJ Kuntz, uh, top vet A rider, and then um, Robert, Robert Varndell, top uh, vet A rider and four by four rider. Whatever he decides to do that day. Um, but so it was. It was good teams. Um, uh, I had an issue with my uh, stick come up and rip out the underside of my key terminal and like it, it was it was mostly making contact but like whenever i'd hit a big bump it would lose connection for a second and uh, the the keys on those are chips and like the computer would have to reset to reread the key so like you'd have to wait for the dash to turn on and off <laughs> all i knew is if i ripped off the seat and unpl- unplugged and plugged the battery back in it reset it i could take back off so I did that for about eight miles of the track, um, oh, just trying to not hit any bumps, not sure what was going on. You know, I just know my quad, when I hit bumps, it's shutting off. And if I reset the battery, I can go again. That's all I know at the point in time. Um, and then at one point, I did the battery unclip at like the 11 mile marker, and it was like uh, key error or something. I'm like, okay, something with the key. It wouldn't start. Uh, so I looked down and seen where it was like barely hanging and just jammed it up in there real good one time, finished up the lap. We lost like 10 minutes um was in a hole from the start uh uh everyone was keeping everyone pretty honest uh the like gavin and got my teammates gavin and uh dayton were keeping um the the coons and varndell honest and then it was me and bert the pros uh i was making up like two minutes a lap um so we, we started really closing in we were down to six minutes and then uh when gavin went out on his bike um the solenoid mount broke and it fr- grounded out against the frame and he got towed in. We lost over a lap of time by the time I got to take back off. So we're a lap, almost two laps down at this point. Just like, oh, uh, you know, they're, they're bound to have bad luck eventually. You know, we're running like 20th overall. Um, and then uh, they give me the last two laps. We're like, uh, uh, before that, uh, so we're like two laps down. Uh, then they, they're running like, you know, fifth, sixth overall, somewhere in there. Um, they end up... Uh, Bert ended up hitting a tree and ripping the power steering unit out of his frame and couldn't oh, steer it, had to get uh, towed out. Um, nine hours of havoc, let me tell you. Um, <laughs> God, uh, so he got towed back in. We ended up gaining that lap back, and then I got the I got the got the bike with two laps to go. We were five minutes down. Um, I made up three minutes my first lap out. Uh, or what was it? Three laps to go. We had three laps to go. I had five minutes to make up. I made up three three minutes my first lap out passed them halfway through that second lap so i had the spot we were running like a, a top almost top 10 overall at that point um after after those couple of laps um and then uh i got with uh steven harrell pulled out in front of me he swapped with his teammate and uh, I, I me and steven harrell battled uh the entire last lap i ended up passing him and beating him to the checker on the four by four that's wild that's uh, awesome yeah that is awesome. Yeah, I mean, Harold. I'm sorry, Sarah not Harold. It's Sarah Harold. Harold. I, I've been corrected. It's Harold. <laughs> it's Stephen Harold. <laughs> I, I apologize. I, I mean, it's all good. I, I don't. Th- it's probably not often that you get to. Uh, uh, it's probably not often that you get to battle somebody on a sport bike that's like the same kind of caliber rider that you are. Because usually, like sport bike riders that you're passing are just lappers, pretty much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The 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 you know. The women's riders aren't really going to catch us. The schoolboy riders on the right track on the right day can kind of hang with us. Um, and then, uh, you know, this, the right sportsman rider, you know, if the right guy shows up, could definitely run pace with us. But uh, normally, um, but they don't always start like, you know, real, real like 
five six so mm-hmm. never see them yeah <laughs> yeah so yeah so uh but yeah i know uh, um yeah to answer the question i don't i don't ever really get it you know i'll run a few locals here and there on the i'll run four by four in the front line um i bought a house this off season i've uh, been working on that a lot this year doing t- taking time off racing to do that trying to get that in, in shape get it settled get to a nice base and uh I can focus back on my racing, but uh, no, uh, uh, yeah, no house going great, but, uh, you know, miss, miss the race and I haven't got to race as much locals as I've wanted to this year. Just been dedicated to the nationals and uh, racing for fun while I can. Yeah, right. yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, Hey, Hey, you, the dedication to the nationals, it paid off. I mean, like, like I said, what's awesome about the championship is, is that, that you did dig yourself out of a hole right from the beginning. And it was a battle from the beginning, from the beginning to, to the finish. And, uh, I think that's, it made for a really good story, and mm-hmm. uh, like I said, topping it off with the win at the end, uh, it, it's got to be like a cherry on top this year. Yeah, like I said, exclamation point, right? I just uh, wanted to end the season with a bang. Um, didn't want to, didn't want to coast to coast to the championship. Um, I, I didn't try to, I, you know, I wanted to win out. I, I wanted to win out just a, just a couple things during the race. Just didn't line up my way. I made a couple mistakes. So. You know, thought a lot about them uh, this entire year. Still thinking about them, um, <laughs> learning from them, and uh, going to be stronger for it. Yeah, and yeah. what's cool is you're, you know, first thing you said when we came on the show is that you're ready to keep going, ready to go <laughs> next year. And, uh, uh, yeah, we're excited. We're excited to watch this class grow and uh, watch you guys battle next year, just pick up where you left off pretty much. And, uh, yeah, man, congratulations again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you, guys. No, it was, it's been uh, one, hell of, one hell of a year. Um Happy, happy to come out with the dub, and uh, like I said, looking forward to a lot more. The, the mindset still, still forward. Absolutely, yep. man. All right, yep. man. Well, Cody, we're gonna let you go, and uh, again, appreciate your time tonight. And we'll uh, let's try to catch up with you sometime during the off season. Maybe we can get into some of those stories you were talking about earlier. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. If, yeah. if you need a filler for a show or whatever, yeah, uh, yeah, feel free to reach out. I'm here, right. Thank you guys so much for having me on the show again. It's, uh, it's been a pleasure, guys, and uh, we'll talk soon. All right, man. All right, we'll man. talk to you appreciate later. Appreciate it, buddy. All right, see you guys. Later. See you, man. All right, guys, that yeah. was your uh, 4x4 Pro XC. I don't know why I asked XC1, but 4x4 mm-hmm. Pro Cody Kohler uh, championship this year. So let me let me throw this one here. I was just thinking, every championship besides one, and that was the WXC2 championship for women's, for quads, not XC2, but XC1, or is, was she mm-hmm. the only repeat? Everybody else has been ooh, a new champion. Ooh, ooh, okay. Let me see. It's gonna be Hannah Hunter, right? She Hannah went, Hunter. She she's repeated. the only repeat. Everybody else is. Man, solid point. Yes. That's insane. Yes, Hannah Hunter is the only repeat winner from 2021 to 2022. For the for the you know for XC XC one pro pros, classes. Yeah. Yes, everybody else was a new champion this year. That's insane. And let me just say it again: the only podcast <laughs> to have every. All champions. To have every single champion, every single pro class champion Mm -hmm. to come on the show, either the race before they won the championship or the race after they won the championship. Right. Brandon, congratulations. (laughs) Give us us a D. Brandon has a championship of his own this year. Championship here? Split line pulp championship. Wait, did I say Paul? Yes. Jeez. What's wrong with you? Well, you know, we had... <laughs> yeah, Jamie, we had you're Jamie dreaming, son. You're dreaming, son. Split line <laughs> fantasy this year. We did it. We, we did, did the it. whole season. We did the whole season. I have to get the final points uh, added up still, but... Uh, Sorry, boys. Um, I won. We successfully <laughs> did the entire season. We did. 
Yeah. So yeah. I, I just want to give a little congratulations to you. Yep. Congratulations to myself. We were able to finally uh, uh, get that nailed down, and we're really excited to, to watch that grow. Watch that. Uh, so, does that, second place get anything special? We, I mean, we, we can't get them. I mean, I, I really wanted to make a number one plate, mm-hmm. and I guess we can make a number one plate for you. I guess I mean, you, you deserved it. You earned it. <laughs> You're the first ever yeah. inaugural winner. I can't believe that you had the championship points oh. lead from round one. Was that the only one? That was the only round you won, right? Mm, yeah. yeah, right. Right off the bat, like I was in the top five a lot. Right. Yeah. But we, what what's so cool about this, and I still haven't added the last round up, but as of round one through twelve, we had eleven winners. Yeah. Yeah. That that was awesome. It was starting to get it was starting to get a little tricky at the end. It was starting to get a little tricky because. Um, you had guys like JoJo Cunningham stepping his game up, yep. and yep. just random guys just start coming in. JoJo, yeah. JoJo scored some. JoJo almost <laughs> single handedly took that championship away I know. from you. I was going to pick him. I was going to pick him. I was like, I'm not. I can't brisk the whole. I, just <laughs> I tell you what, ca- man. If he would have, if he would have had, because uh, he uh, he also had Cody Barnes, right? So that's that. That what hurt. That's what hurt. That's what hurt him. Yeah. Cody, uh, and, and obviously Cody, we you right. know wish you well. You and hope have, you get soon, well you, soon. You gotta have six, baby. Gotta have six. Gotta have six to finish. That's yeah. right. Yeah, because he had he had five riders that finished, and uh, he was missing. I told him. I said, he's like, man, I was so close. I said, if you would have literally picked anybody else <laughs> that finished in the top twenty, anybody. <laughs> It, like you would have, you would have won. Yeah. You would have won because everybody, you know, scored over twelve, right. over eleven points. Right. I went real safe. I did a nice safe <laughs> pick, you know, and uh, brought the championship home. Yeah. So yeah. congratulations, Brandon. Oh, thank you. It's a real honor. We're, it's a real honor. We're we're finishing off the championship night with suck the, it, Mason. With <laughs> with the the top champion of, right. of the weekend. Yeah. Brandon Whitehair. That's right. Until next year. <sighs> so, <laughs> on to next year, though. Yeah. Um, um, we <clears throat> are hoping to have this. Are retiring? No, no, no. Oh. So, this will be the last show, guys. <laughs> we did uh, it. No. We're hoping to have everything on a website, mm-hmm. the game, uh, the, the split line fantasy game. That way you guys can pick your own teams on the, on the, on the webpage. You guys can set your teams, see the handicaps there, everything. Uh, that's what we're hoping to get done. Uh, looking for a title sponsor for that. Yeah. To, to, want a title to, sponsor. to pay for that, to get done. To pay. Uh, so we need to get that done. Moolah. Um, uh, we're looking to try to, you know, add some sponsors to the show. Uh, I think it's show good, me good time the to money. Talk about this. <laughs> Show me the money. <laughs> we're looking, <laughs> we're looking to add some sponsors to the show. Looking to grow it uh, even more. Um, um, you know, we've been in talks with uh, several guys that, uh, uh, you know, one guy in particular that was just sitting in this sh- chair last yeah. week. Um, he's willing to take on a responsibility of the show that uh, I'm really excited about. Um, you guys will uh, hopefully soon be able to see better angles of us. Uh, watch Brandon as he falls asleep over here in the mm-hmm. chair. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, focus on me sometimes when I'm stuttering through stuff. <laughs> I know I have a, I have a problem with that sometimes. But uh, uh, so we're, we're we're hoping to add a producer into the mix. Can we, can we get a massage chair or something like for my back? You're lucky I got these chairs. These chairs were handed down for me from from. I mean that one. 
That one was at my parents' house for like I mean, 38 no years. No wonder I could feel the, the hard seat underneath my butt. This one, this one came out of a, uh, a recent rental um, that uh-huh. uh, my parents have a rental house and mm-hmm. the, 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 uh, the tenant left and left the chair. So we took it. Um, and <laughs> then the carpet. Just, just the carpet think, is from an old just school. Just think what that computer chair has seen and, and done. Been done. I okay. <laughs> the the carpet came from a uh, school, um, a local school yeah. that was uh, throwing it away. Uh, I mean, we are scavengers, Brandon, and just like, we're like scavengers, we're like true weekend warriors with podcasts. But there's something here that you know. Um, just <laughs> got a comment. He's back to his horns. Just got a comment on the uh, old uh, on the old YouTube channel that guys he bought these, these off Amazon. No, 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 no. No, 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 no. This right here. <laughs> these shed horns. Mm. If, you, if you know, you know. Yeah. And Craig Casto commented on it. He knows. Bottom. No. Bottom. <laughs> Craig actually picked them up <laughs> off the woods, woods floor. So, uh, but Brayden, we ask everybody all the time, and I did not ask you to prepare anything. Okay. <clears throat> but we ask everybody all the time, what was your favorite part of the season? We are finishing this season up. Mm-hmm. We're not done with shows. We're not done with shows. We already told you guys we're going to pre-record the next four shows, and then we're going to have a trifecta. I really hope it ends up working real well. Mm-hmm. Uh, but a, I see a, a huge fail coming. <laughs> a tri- I, I say trifecta <laughs> because it's our first three-digit show. <laughs> okay. Yep. <laughs> Uno dos tres. There's three, three, three numbers. Three numbers. We're on episode 100 here. We'll be on episode 100 uh, sometime in December, um, and we're hoping to make it the ultimate bench racing show right. of all time. Mm-hmm. So, that being said, what was your favorite part of the season? What's my favorite part? My favorite part. I got two favorite parts. Is that okay? Is it show related? Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, it's 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 show that we got to talk about. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. So my two favorite parts was, man, I got a lot of favorite parts, but my two biggest ones was when Jordan Ashburn finally got his first win because mm-hmm. we were really want, waiting for that. And then the second is when we were waiting for that so long that we <laughs> decided that you ended up being the curse. I did. I stopped. I stopped saying it. Yeah. You stopped saying that. Stopped saying you, you said at the beginning of the season, you said, I'm picking Jordan to win until Jordan wins. That's right. And, and then, then you I said, stopped. I'm going to stop picking Jordan to win. So and then he Jordan wins. Win, and then he won. Yeah. So, yeah. So, yeah. You know, I know when I'm hurting somebody. Okay. I'm not, I'm not scared. Maybe you I'm just willed him the championship. I did. I just kept <laughs> fighting, fighting for you, man. And then the other is when the quad championship came back close again. At snowshoe. After snowshoe. snowshoe. After mm-hmm. snowshoe. Mm-hmm. It, 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 Really made our jobs a lot easier doing this. <laughs> now it was this really cool season, man. Uh, like like we were just saying, uh, get popped on mind. Like we had all new champions, yeah. all new champions this yeah. year. Um, I mean, how many years of you know between Caleb Russell and and Walker Fowler on the quads? How many years has it been the same? Um, so it's really cool to see all new champions besides uh, Hunter, um, Hannah Hunter. So. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Yep. I, I will say my top moment of the year um, 
was probably right around the snowshoe time for the show. Uh, I'm going to say because the snowshoe preview show and the snowshoe post race show mm-hmm. uh, was was top notch. Yeah. And then right in the middle, uh, I'm going to throw in the split line flea rags. Yeah. Yeah. Ended up being a huge success. Huge. Um, probably still a lot of them laying down in Howard's hole. Huge, baby. Huge. Huge. Huge with a three. <laughs> Huge with a three. Absolutely. <laughs> but that was probably my favorite part of the year. Um, that was kind of the uh, the the top notch part mm-hmm. of our season. And uh, I mean, but it's getting it's only getting better, bigger and better. Yep. And so I'm excited for 2023. I'm excited to keep giving you guys shows through. 2022 and into 2023. Another part was like all of our guests. We had a lot of guests in this year. We had year. a lot of guests in this year. I, I, I've not, I need, we need to go back and keep track of how many times each person's been on the show mm-hmm. and how many different people we've had on the show. Uh, I, I would like to sit down and write the list of, of names down yeah. and how many times we've had on the show. We've had a lot of multiple guests, a lot of guys that have been, you know, really cool about coming on the show multiple times. I mean, Cody Kohler and, um, Bryce and Neil both have been on several times. Bryce, mm-hmm. I think, has been on three times yeah. now. And uh, uh, Walker, just... Walker's a, I mean, Walker's been on like what, like five or six yeah. or seven He's times also, yeah. now. I mean, uh, w- I mean, w- and people want to hear from the, you know, from the man. Yeah. You know, so. Yeah. So we so we're going to try to give you some unique uh, off-season shows this mm-hmm. year. Um, episode 100, we're going to try to make really special for everybody. And uh Yeah. Really good show tonight, Brandon. Awesome show. Let's give us... Wait. Not that one. Oh, no. What are you doing? Oh, uh, my god! Hit the wrong button. Fat fingered that thing. <laughs> give us one of those. Yeah. Yeah. Let's give us one of those. Now, guys, really appreciate you guys um, putting up with us the whole season, uh, playing fantasy with us, um, even through the motocross, supercross when we're dead, with the offseason um, for GNCC. And uh, really appreciate that support from you guys. Uh, thank you for coming on and spending your Wednesday nights with us. Yeah, it's fun. Appreciate Always it. appreciate you guys, like uh, David, like guys like David Hawkins, um, Mike Bates, Walker the, Taylor, Walker Taylor, Doug Kirk, Doug Kirk. Uh, Walker will get you back in studio. He said he wanted to come back in sometime. Uh, um, he he'd be a good uh, off season. Oh yeah, off season show guy, Dusty. <laughs> Appreciate you coming yeah. on and joining us tonight. Uh, just trying to talk to all the guys that were here all night long with us. Um, yeah, no, it's been a great show tonight. Great season. Excited to yeah. uh, excited to wrap it up. Yeah. So if you really, really, really want to support us, right? We don't want your money. We want you to give your I mean, money. Unless you want to give. I mean, us yeah. Unless you really I mean, want to give. Pay, it. I mean, we'll take you, it. If you want to pay us for the show, that's fine. Like, <laughs> that's we'll, whatever. We'll, it's fine. That's whatever. You know, we're good. Yeah. But. If you really want to help us out, please support these sponsors, these these awesome companies that are helping us make this show for you guys. Um, they're really awesome, man. All of these sponsors uh, that I'm, we're getting ready to talk about real quick, dude, they do so much for the sport itself. And for us. And for us. So, guys, if you get a Guts Racing seat cover in your bike this winter. There's no reason not to. There's no reason not to. Dude, these things are awesome. They're sick. Bike, quad, they'll make it all. They'll fit it all. Make you a seat. Get a hold of Andy Greg. Tell him we sent you. That's right. Tell all these guys, like, split line off road sent you. That's right. Um, Go over there and hook them up. If you don't trust us, side the ball. 
Craig DeLong. Joe Hetrick. Joe Hetrick. John Glada Jr. Oh. Ronnie Rush. Did we just become best friends? Yes. <laughs> Karate in the basement. That's right. Um, guys, get yourself some Seal Sabres. You're going to do some winter series this winter. Go, go grab your guys some boot savers, some coil savers, seal savers, anything you want, man. They got you. Quick fill savers Quick now. Quick fill savers yeah. now. If Keep you don't the water know, dirt. If you don't know, now you know. That's right. What are you doing? Get some. 25% off with the discount code SPLITLINE. Capital S. Capital S. What's the other discount code? Uh, SPLITLINE30. 30 30. For 30% off. 30-30. At... Sunstar Chainless Rockets, baby. What are they made of? Case Harden Steel. Best in the business. That's right. You can also get them in aluminum, too, but no one really cares about that. Um, <laughs> guys, they're awesome. Uh, we got XC Gear. Lance, dude. Lance is the man. If you want a great investment for your bike next year, uh, maybe you've, got, you've already got your suspension done. Maybe you've done all that stuff. Give me to get yourself a Mako 360 for your quad. Or your bike. Did you say quad? I said quad. ATVs? ATVs. You can put them on ATVs? Hell yeah. Why not? If you if you don't, you're stupid. You are. You're, you're absolutely retarded. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. Now, uh, get ready to get you guys, hook them up. If you have any questions, Lance over there is always awesome to help you out. Um, send them over. Um, and then one more chance this year. One more chance to get all that stuff on your bike and get your butt out to the Mountain State Hair Scramble right. Series. Where's it at? Wilderness, baby. At the wilderness, at the water slide, at Bob Rittenhouse's house. Mr. Rittenhouse. If you go to the <laughs> if you go to that race and you see Bob, <laughs> if you see ask it, him for your autograph. That's right. Tell him Split Line <laughs> sent you. you. Listen, if you see a guy with a stash eating Skittles and nachos <laughs> cheese with a pulled pork sandwich in his Can hand. Can we please make this show happen in the winter? <laughs> we need Bob Rittenhouse in studio. Yeah, we do. We do. All right. We, we got to get him in. Listen, if you see a, I'm serious. If you guys see a, a guy with Skittles, nachos, and a pulled pork sandwich in his hand, that's Bob. With the stash. Stash has to have the stash. Gotta have the stash. He's wearing glasses nowadays too. Yeah, yeah, well, you know. He he is, you know, getting up there. And he's probably gonna have something smart like to say to Yeah, you. especially about us, you know. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. If you know Bob, you know. You know Bob, yeah. All right. Guys, <laughs> wanna give a huge shout out to Bryson Neal Darkside, Jamie Guido. And Cody Caller for coming on the show tonight. Appreciate you guys. Appreciate your time tonight. Appreciate all you listeners. Thank you for sharing, supporting the show. Episode 095. Out. Peace. Just like